Yeah, uh, like everyone else around here has seen drunk people in the park before, so we just didn't look anything different. Oh, that's that's chill yeah. then. Yeah. I was just curious. I mean, I remember out one time. I, when I, the one time I did it, I was like taking a pee and the walls were breathing like lungs. Dude. It was crazy. Did you experience it's, that at all? Like it was, it, it was like yes. it was, they, were, they the, were like they were like pulsating. I was like, Whoa. I know the breathing thing because I can remember the first time I did. It, I was sitting in a back. So first of all, it's just your eyes, just you know, Dude, your I, yeah, it, your it, eyes it's hard to describe. You guys understand bloodstreams and your? Do you guys understand it's veins? More like just your brain making sense. Yeah, no of what's man, I get it, bro. I never listened to Nirvana before, but for some reason, my buddy had Nirvana on. When I was like, I was tripping, and I was like, oh, I understand Nirvana now. Like, I get it. Like, I was like, this is dope music. Like, this <laughs> all makes funny. sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the, I get the breathing thing because I remember the first time I experienced this uh, feeling, everything around me had this, like, because I was outside during sunset. We were passing around a, a social uh, smoking device. Uh, and, you know, this man sensors smoking devices. I'm talking about shrooms. Yeah, like, jobs, man. Hey, man, oh, yeah, we're all yeah. smoking some goddamn weed. I was high as fuck. I should There we go. Okay, well, he just said it. I I'll say, listen, it's not current, so I could talk yeah, about it. Yeah, this is the closest past, past. I ever got to tripping was smoking some selfie. That's that's it. That See, was some, some shit I would never do. I would not do that. That was the closest I ever got to, to tripping. And Florida, like, we've seen some fake drug situations go horribly bad. Yeah, I've smoked some fake drugs too. I've smoked K2 once. Whoa. When it first started. Before, before it was a wave. gas station thing. Before, before it was a whole gas station thing. Like I, when the first time I smoked salvia, like I picked up a bottle and it just felt malleable. Like it that's felt crazy. like it felt wow. soft. And I was that's like, what okay. shrooms is. Your brain feels soft, but like in a positive manner. Like yeah. it's open some more. And like it, and I, and then it, I was I was already down after like two minutes, and I was like, oh shit. Would you do DMT? Salvia is fast. Whoa. 15 minutes. I would, actually. I feel, like, minutes, I feel right? like that's, I like, the next... That's 15... When I heard, like, oh, it's 15 I minutes, would. but you come back not knowing, like, how much time you... 100%. Were if, I just haven't had the opportunities. Like, thing, it's like... It's all about, like, opportunities. Where can you even find... Like, you used, you used to be able here. to find it you, online. You know how you find it? You gotta know some people who go to Burning Man shit. That's you how you really find it. Are really you, into the You need the burners. Yeah. Like, that's, the burners, they know all that shit's at. Like, find those people. Yeah, find out where that shit's at. Because I've been in D.C., and I don't know where that shit's at. But... I, I was at a bar that in the city. Dude, yeah, yeah, smoke, smoke like, a PCP like an asshole. Yeah, she can tell you, bro. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! No, but that's that's like that's definitely my my next venture. Yeah, is, uh, you you, know. you want like like a hallucinogen sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's important. I think I think everyone should kind of experience it. Dude, I've, I've, I've only heard it's natural, right? I mean, other other That's than what I'm saying, it's natural. Yeah, that's why for people me, people like, have been doing this for thousands of years. And shamans, what do you think out. a shaman is? A shaman was a guy who guided you through these things. He like, was a drug dealer. Yeah, he hey. was. <laughs> he, was like, he was a town's drug dealer. Like, right, he was a town's mm -hmm. drug dealer. He knew what the fuck would get you high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure, shrooms wasn't the only thing. I'm sure he had like shrooms and. No, well, it's, it's not just that. It's just that it. it, it I think it opens pathways to thinking. Mm -hmm. that, we only that, use that present. what is it 12 I don't know what the percentage is but we don't use 100% of our no. brain only because we don't have the energy to supply it but things like that unlock that I don't know if I pathway. believe that I don't know if I believe that I don't know I feel, if I, I believe that I feel like that. once you get once mm -hmm. you get reach a, a, reach a certain state of consciousness you I feel like it's like tears of it you know what I mean but they say the human and, and, brain and has DM, four brains DMT, in it. DMT is supposed to be the death drug, right? Or the death thing. That, that's, that's what your body exposes yeah, as. Yeah, apparently yeah. like and, when you're dying. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's supposed to it's be like, like, hey, have fun. And that's supposed <laughs> to be like the thing that you experience because you're dead, right? Isn't that isn't that the whole thing? Yeah, that's like, what's said. I but, can't say I've experienced. I've never yeah, had a dude. I'm not dead either. I've never experienced. So knock on some wood, y'all. 
This table is real wood, by the way. Go ahead yeah. and knock on it. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I, I've been in a situation where I thought, where I was like, I thought I was gonna die. I was in, I was in a, I was in a uh, car accident, and the car was literally flipping across the intersection. I was upside down. Fuck, that sucks. And and, and and literally, it was, it was, it felt like slow motion, and and I and I was remember thinking like, like. Am I going to die? Right. Like it was a weird thought, and everything was so much. I was, I was thinking like, Am I about to die? Like I didn't know. It was weird. Did you, did you get like really hurt in that? Or no, actually no. not at all. It was, okay. it was actually no, but, not at all. Because I, I had a near death experience myself. Whoa. But did, do you ever feel like, like just on a whim? Do you ever feel like you might have some kind of like superhuman, like kind of like like your will, tough skin you? or something or, or other after that? Like on a whim. No. Like, have you ever think that? Not really. No. Yeah. No. You? I, yeah, I do. Oh, not not that I do. Is just because I had a. You I had did. A, like at I one did. point yeah. afterwards, you were like, "Oh, I'm fucking invincible. Yeah, I not, survived yeah. that. I can survive yeah. anything." No, it's not that. It's just well, like shit. so. If magic I, made I, it. So can we? I used to work construction <laughs> with my dad. I used to work like because I used to skip school all the time, and I used to do, just not do good in school at all. And my dad obviously owned a construction company because I'm fucking brown and Hispanic. He worked construction, first generation American, and um, he's like, "All right, well, if you're not gonna go to school, all right, motherfucker, let's go, let's go to work." Right. So every spring break, summer break, winter break, any fucking break I had from school, I'd, I'd be going working construction with my dad. Be walking around with a fucking tool belt, carrying all kinds of lumber everywhere. You're slinging it, that wood all yeah, across the construction slinging, site. Slinging wood, dog. <laughs> so. Um, when I was 14, uh, we were on this job site, and I was um, I was helper for this one guy. And um, at the time, so we were working on, on these townhouses. And the townhouses, the stairs, basically all go in one long... Yeah, one you know, column in the building. One column in the middle. And what we would do, what our protection was, was put a piece of plywood on it, on the top floor, or on, on any floor, and then you'd have to go around to go down on the ladders. And um, this one time, I was I was helping this guy out, and I was, I was I ran out to get this one piece of wood to cut it to cut it to measure, and I stepped on the piece of plywood and I fell three stories. Oh shit! Woo! Three stories on a townhouse. Like Did you a, piss a, yourself a little a, bit? A, a nice townhouse, but I didn't have I didn't have a hard hat. I was just, I was fourteen. I was yeah. fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's actually wearing hard hats when yeah. you're building shit. No, like yeah. yeah, no, they don't. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. So when I was falling, um. I was falling hit first. Oh shit! And then shit. I hit the. So I have a big ass scar, like I have, like right here. Oh, shit. Like I got a big ass knot right there. You feel it? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. that's some hard ass head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's hard headed as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I yeah. felt that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's so a that's I was a real falling knot. head first because like I as soon as I stepped on the piece of plywood because I was rushing like an idiot. I stepped on the piece of plywood and I just gave in and I and then as soon as I gave in I was like trying to grab. And I was falling head first. I hit the back of my head on the second floor, and I landed at oh. ass first on the on the on the concrete. Oh. And like, people have died from Less. smaller, yeah, from from smaller falls and everything. And my dad, being the hard ass he, that he is, he like I was just screaming. I I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was just like. <sighs> like I just didn't know what else to do. I just yeah, screaming my just... lungs out. And then uh, and then like after that. My dad came up and was like, Levantate, hijo puta. Levantate. Levantate. <laughs> like, my dad, but my dad, like, he was telling me to get up. Like, get up. Get up, motherfucker. Like, get up. You're not hurt. 
because he was like so scared that I was hurt. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, uh, okay. Like, like you're not. But you heard it like, yeah. no, nah, I need to get the fuck up. Yeah, I guess. But I'm I, in trouble. And I got up. Yeah. And then like I didn't even go to a hospital for this shit. Like, oh, like shit. I just went home. Like and it, <laughs> it's weird because like when I got home, the one of the one of the highlights of me getting home was that I, I finally got a chance to see uh, an episode of Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. Because you made it home in time? Because <laughs> <laughs> I made it home in time. I should fall more often. Not to make light of it, but yeah, I mean, that was like that was such a weird thing for me. Like, that's the one thing that I took comfort in when when I had, like, that near-death experience. Because I... I Dude, I didn't. I didn't want to close my eyes because, like, I, I was like, wait. So, were you bleeding or anything? Yes. Like, after you felt like oh, you, dude, back my, head was bleeding, right? Yeah, no. Like, my whole the the back of my head was all cracked open. Oh shit! Yeah, it was cracked open, and then like all I did was just go home, and then like you know, mountain Spanish medicine. They get they have the uh, I guess in Spanish is tetracyclina, which is like tetracycline. Oh. And like it's like some weird. I don't know what the fuck it is. I haven't even looked it up, but they just put the powder of the of the pill on the cut. Yeah, and that seemed to heal it, heal it pretty fucking Whoa. fast. That's crazy. Yeah, and then after that, it's like I don't want to say I'm never saying that I, I that I feel like I have like any kind of superhuman powers in the least at all. I'm just saying like sometimes when you think about like on your near death experience, it's like damn, I could have just easily died. I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine when you were when that happened, you're like oh fuck, I could die right now. Yeah. Like that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen, two, like whoa. Yeah. That's nuts. So that did that like change your outlook or anything like that? It's weird because it didn't. It really? Just, I mean, I mean, I I'm grateful that I'm alive right now, but it's not so much like I don't really think back on that anymore. So much like, oh yeah, that's like the turning point in my life because I wasn't really doing anything. I was just working. It's just, some, just, it's just <laughs> some shit that happened. Yeah, it just happened. But Damn. you felt invincible afterwards, like the couple weeks afterwards. And no, I, it's not even. It's not. Uh, that's not what I'm trying to convey. I'm not saying that I, that I feel invincible. No, I'm not now. Saying, I'm saying afterwards, like yeah. near death experience. You get through. Yeah. You're like, it's oh like, shit. It's like one of those things that like you really start to really think like, yeah, shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I think I think there's I think there's a moment in everyone's life when something happens, and I don't know if it's directly to them about being physically injured, but I think there's a moment in everyone's life when something happens to someone they love, or something happens that flips their world. I could have died. Yeah, when they're when it flips their world upside mm-hmm. down, whatever it is. And that kind of gives them a new perspective mm-hmm. that's like, um, you know, okay, like, what is life really about? Right. You know, I, I, th- I think that's the thing that needs to happen to everyone. Like, it's almost like a weird awakening where something fucked up happens and, and you're like, oh, like, what, is, what am I really doing? Right. Like, what, what, what am I, what's really going on here? For me, at the time, I wasn't doing anything but working with my dad in construction. But one thing I do remember is that at the time I had a hamster <laughs> and I was like, can somebody please just feed my hamster in case I die? And my brother was like, "No, you're not gonna fucking die, you fucking idiot. You're just bleeding." I was like, "I was like, nah, man. If I close my eyes, I'm gonna die." <laughs> because you're a fucking kid. Like, I, well, I was a kid, and I was like, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm. I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. Because like every movie, you close your eyes time, and you're dead. Yeah, at the <laughs> like, time, it's like if you sleep. close your eyes, if you have brain injury or something, you're gonna fucking die. Well, you know what? I never made it. I was never in home to watch Tsunami either. I was always in like after school care, so I had to go home at like six or seven. <laughs> oh, so I, damn, na- dude, I wait, never fucking made it home for Tsunami. You? you said you were 28. Yeah. Oh, so I am older than you. So I was always home because I was in middle school for Tsunami, and I used nah, to watch no, Dragon see, Ball my bus I, I was never home in that. I was my, never bus home route, that my bus route. My bus route. What happens? You live in Virginia. Yeah. You gotta drive far as fuck, bro. Wait, where'd you go to high school? Woodbridge High School. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Ohio State. Oh, geez, the Woodbridge Senior High School. High school. <laughs> we had the only Center for Performing Arts in the whole whole area. I believe that. Interesting. 
So now we're talking about like near death and all that. Um, before y'all die, what's something you want to photograph or create visually? This guy said photograph shit. Then you have to be a photograph, but like visually, like what's something you want to capture? Uh, I want to. All right, so that's I'll, a heavy I wanna, question, but yeah, if, hold if, that. Are you talking about like old age dying? Dying at any point. You don't know if you're going to die tomorrow, because bro. You don't age, wake up saying, today's a good day to die. <laughs> <laughs> old age dying, I want to take a picture on, on another planet. Nice. On I've another had, planet? I've had dreams. Of another planet. On another planet. Interesting. I've had dreams. I've had dreams of being on some kind of like outpost on some moon somewhere mm-hmm. and being in all kinds of fucking gear and just, you know, being out and seeing the sun at a very different fucking, uh, like, in a very different, like, light or whatever. Uh-huh. Just like how you see, like, in, uh, you ever seen 2001? Of course I've seen a yeah. Space Odyssey. You, so, so you, you see if you're how, a nerd, you yeah, watch a Space yeah, Odyssey, exactly. <laughs> so you So, like, you know how the sun looks a little dimmer, just yeah, further? Yeah, further fucking out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... that's Another planet. It. You know Pharrell, actually, is it Pharrell? Or, I don't know if it's Pharrell, but Pharrell was in some kind of publicity. I don't, know, I don't want to call it a stunt, but there is a... You're talking about the, in Hawaii? Or no, no? I don't know, but there's a billionaire that is going to buy a round-trip trip to the moon who wants to bring nine artists with them, one of them being a photographer. Okay. And I was like, man, could you they imagine? Probably need more than that. No, no, it. it'll be one photographer, one musician, one graphic Wait, artist. Wait, a, a, photo- a photographer art. to the moon. So uh, here says one of his dreams that he has is taking a picture on another planetary surface. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I was telling him that um, I don't know if it's Pharrell, but some celebrity. I, somehow I feel like it's attached to Pharrell for some reason, and it doesn't surprise me. He's an alien. Yeah, right. <laughs> this guy's too smart for us. Um, his music is too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a billionaire that bought a round trip. Passage for Branson? him. Nine, Branson, Richard Branson, no, 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 uh, Asian billionaire who bought uh, round trip tickets for him. Oh, so nine he's Chinese people's anti-America, whatever, bro, brother. Uh, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> um, but he wants to take nine artists with him. One of them being a photographer, like a, a visual artist, a composer. That's musicians. a clout grab right there. I'd, I mean, shit. Like, uh, if I was billionaire, I, not that would be a, that, I mean, that would be a legit clout grab. I mean, to be completely honest, I don't want to go to space. Really? At all, at all. I don't want to take that trip. I don't oh, want to get on man. that spaceship. I never would have gathered that from you, man. I, I don't. I, I don't fuck with it. I don't. I flying is cool. It's it's wait, freaking yeah. out. Wait, hold on, hold on. Cool. No, wait, wait, but like, wait, wait, like, wait. like, I don't want to get strapped onto a rocket and get into and no, get shot to Earth's what if, what if outer the atmosphere. Is a little easier on the body to go up. But, I mean, going yeah, to like going going currently, to, going currently, currently, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. going to the outer like oh like like what if layers of Earth. Could tuck you up, take you up like there, the stratosphere and all that. Get up to the stratosphere. You like see like, the curve. I, like that's what they do, right? For like Richard Branson's like Virgin Mobile trip, like mm-hmm. to space. You go to they the outer, lower, you go to the yeah. outer, outermost part. You can go and you can see space, and you come back down. I don't want to do that. No, that's really? not that's not my answer either. Because it, it's just the coming. You want to straight go to the moon or go to Mars? Yeah. Well, if you go to Mars, you know there's no coming back, right? I know. Currently. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're He's there like, to establish a colony. Yeah. <laughs> I am there. I am there to fuck and uh, I, I'm there to uh, procreate. With your <laughs> procreate. Yo, are you trying to make the first interplanetary species Hispanic? I want to be the first space beaner. Would you have been? Uh, would, <laughs> would that be illegal or illegal border crossing? <laughs> 
Where's the border? You can't put a border in space, I know, dog. Bro. Hey, listen, what is, what's the ozone layer, right? Yeah. It's not a fucking border. Yo, 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 that needs to be a real conversation. Like, yo, what kind of people are we trying to send up into, like, the first Mars colony? Like, like what kind of race the are we trying to establish? Kind up there? Like, of people. We, we need to have, like, something. That's a great conversation, like, We need actually. to send, like, some beautiful-ass people up there or something. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't no, want Mars no. to see we're ugly. Watched, yeah, right? <laughs> the vanity have you watched The uh, Expanse? No. Oh, that's with the, the asteroid belt, Mars and Earth? Mm, yeah. No, I haven't seen that one yeah. yet. Well, there's like a whole hierarchy there. It's like Mars and Moon being mm. like, and then, then Earth being the fucking trashy people. Is that a sci-fi channel yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, it is. But it it fucking that. sucks. It's not that Aww. good. Yeah. Damn, you're not getting a street meat plug. <laughs> <laughs> but have you guys street seen- Street meat, Mars. Have you guys seen Europa Report? No. Yes. That's on Netflix, right? Where they yes. go to the ice thing and it's a nuclear yeah. alien. Yeah. yeah, that shit fucked me up for a day. Or two. So you know, you know the the, the moon um, Europa. Europa, <laughs> the fucking name of the goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> <Sky>. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know how Europa has it's a it's an ice moon. It's like or ice satellite okay. or whatever. It's and a, the movie the movie itself it's like it's it's pretty grounded. Like it's got you know it's got like a serious like. Mm-hmm. Production. It's science it. based in terms of like accuracy. It's not super sci fi, but yeah. it's like super relevant or whatever. In either case, they land on the moon, they land on that planet, and it's all ice, and then they drill down into the water part, and then they find out that it's like octopus. It's, it's like octopi that are living in the water, or Whoa. one octopi. And they, they have fluorescence, they have fluorescent lighting, and everything like that. They radiate nuclear energy, so that's how they can track it, and it fucks up with the comms. It's like a, it's yeah. like a sci-fi slash horror type film. In but the case, premise of it was like entertaining. It's like yeah. this is not impossible. In either case, I want to be, I want to be kind of if well, obviously, I'm, there's, it's not gonna fucking happen because I drink beer all the time, and I'm not very familiar with my maths. <laughs> Wait, but, but you would go like if someone was like someone was like someone was like yo we need volunteers yes, to go to the go to go. Mars you're part of the first 100%. like 10, 10, 10 like space trips you're strapping we need yourself with melanin yeah you're strapping <laughs> no you're strapping yourself to a rocket yes to to, to hopefully stupid. go to Mars I, hopefully big hopefully I mean, I mean with Elon Musk technology I think it would probably happen but like to get to Mars it's like three years or something right you have to go into like the cryostasis close, the closest window that you can get to Mars is I think it's one every. 18 months it's a 6 month trip from is that how long is 6 months 6 months when they were mm-hmm. both closest when Mars and Earth are closest to each other yeah. if, you, if, you, if, you, if you plan it right yeah you'd yeah. have to wait every 18 months you'd have a window to make it 6 months other than that the furthest from each other is 3 years the closest is 6 months you know there's no internet on Mars right Nah, man. I don't fuck fucking this. need internet if I'm fucking if I'm on Mars, dude. How, how are you gonna I'll post that the, picture you took, dude, though? Facts. <laughs> you went there for the picture. How are you gonna share it, asshole? All I'm saying is this that is pic- true. This is true. All no, but you wait. You wait for the slingshot. Slingshot Wi-Fi. Wait, <laughs> I'm by the mood. I finally got Wi-Fi, like, guys. Like, like all I'm saying is, six months in, Mars is gonna seem real fucking normal after a while. <laughs> like, like you're six months in, I'll say you're like, oh fucking, I'm on Mars. Dude. Really, like, man? So wait, so you wouldn't go? You wouldn't go if they if if, if they if they said, hey, do you want to go to Mars? Fuck no. I don't. Damn, I dude. do not. I do not want to go to space. I don't want to go to Mars. I don't do any of that shit. All right. Like I, I just, I like being on Earth. Like I like it too. They just got good air. But I, I just <laughs> this guy. I just I, I don't know why I just Hairy I, air I, I just air. I just I just don't want to get blasted in the space, man. That just seems that's crazy. a hard part. Yeah. That seems crazy. That, to me. that rocket technology is it's like very man, primitive. we still having like expanded. It's very past primitive. The, I mean, even with Virgin Galactic, it's still the rocket technology. You're just launching from a higher altitude, so you need less thrust. No, all but, this bullshit. Everything that we do to get into space is very fucking primitive. 
Have you guys all are doing, seen all are doing, the wrong, when it happens wrong, it happens doing, wrong in a very big no, way. No, literally, all we're doing is lighting a fire and controlling it in a very <laughs> fucking strong manner. <laughs> That's, That's really it. it. That's, a That's, a That's a rocket. That's a rocket. That's really it. That's really it. It's lighting a fire. It, but, we found out how to control fire. But well I, I just, I just think about like, like, like. All right, guys, we're going to Mars. Like, you get to Mars. It's Yay. like, all right, we have to establish a colony. Like, this who's guy, fucking who? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like this, this guy's like growing veggies. Like, this guy's like making fake meat. Like, Why is like, Sway like, growing <laughs> weed in his little habitat? We yeah. told him to grow onions. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm not going back. I don't know, man. Is this true? Because you would have to adopt a whole vegan or some kind of weird you diet. You're not, gonna, out there. you're not going to eat fucking meat out there. You know what? No. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go to Mars now. Right, so we know what he would photograph. What his major goal to photograph. What's oh, yeah. your Space major goal? Space titties. What? <laughs> Space titties. <laughs> he would like to see zero gravity titties. Uh, <laughs> they hey, look in opposite hey, directions. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Why hasn't NASA done that yet? All right, wait. What are you trying to ask? So what, what was what's something? That, what's a photography or visual arts goal that you have? Recent or oh, like lifetime based? Right, yeah, 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 we're going. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, we've been talking a bunch of stupid shit. Uh, a photography goal? Is that the general question? Uh, goal or something that or milestone that you want to hit, whether it's like, uh, you know, I don't want to say purchasing or owning equipment, but like creating something photographic or, you know, visual. Because, mm. I mean, I assume at this point you're not just a photographer. Like you, like you said earlier, you do, you do blogging, you do vlogging, you do creative. No, but photography is on the forefront. Like that's like how I make a living. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's at the center of it all. Uh, this year... I'm just gonna speak in terms of this year. Mm-hmm. I want to get. I want to be able to get into medium format, um, like film photography. Okay. Because I really believe in film. I think it's making a comeback. I really want to be able to. Uh, Are you kidding me, man? I got my film camera, in my book bag that I take to work. I shoot film as well. Like. Yeah, it's I, I really, I really. Renaissance of it, analog. Yeah, it's Renaissance, but I think I think there's a certain magic to it that I really enjoy, and I notice that like a lot of big photographers I like always shoot film. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of interesting stuff. To the fact that like the shot you take is permanent, and like don't get me wrong, you can Photoshop a digital or a film photo. Yeah, I like, like ruin my photos all the time. Well, not all the time. The last rule I tried it out. I was yeah, like, can yeah. You edit this, sure. I, I did that. I, I I did a model on film and I photoshopped her face like really minutely but i did and, and no one can tell at right? times it's required especially if it's like a you know, yeah. contract shoot yeah but so so i mean i think just short term my goals are to just try to get more into film and to have other clients believe in it mm-hmm. um and then this year i really want to try shooting i really want to shoot like commercially like i want to shoot for like a um what's the right word i want to shoot for a not international, but at least like a big company. Like I want to shoot for like a big, like big brand, like, a big okay. brand. Like I want to shoot for like Reformation or Mod Cloth, or I want to shoot for like Doin, or I want to shoot mm-hmm. for like Urban. Like I want to shoot for like a big company. Okay. Because I feel like in a lot of ways, like in this area, no one does that, right? Like like like. This, do you this know, area has like, a lot of. Like talented photographers that should be shooting for these larger brands. No, but the thing is that they don't, and, and they're all shooting in L.A. or New York, right? Yeah. And so, like, I want to try doing it from D.C. Um, and to be honest, like, yeah, I don't. My own heart. Yeah. And I want to. And I want to do it. You know, this year I want to be able to shoot with one of these companies, but mm. at the same time, I'm really not opposed to moving. Like, it's something I've been re- very largely considering. Okay. So you would you move to LA or New York just to pursue that career goal? Yeah, because um, like the other day, like there was this big photographer who shoots for like L and Vogue and all these great companies, right? Mm-hmm. And she was she was doing like questions, right? 
So she goes, ask, she goes, ask me a question. I said, I, I, I sent a question to her and I was like, am I wasting my time as a fashion photographer? Because that's, that's, that's how I define myself, as a fashion photographer in, in Washington, D.C. She goes, well, I wouldn't say you're ever wasting your time, but she would go, you know, you have to go where the opportunities are. Mm, and New so, York and LA. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so a lot of ways, I agree with that. And it's not the first time, it's not like that one statement like changed my mind, but like I've been talking to a lot of successful photographers via my podcast or what it is, and I've thought like, you know, I need to be where the work is or where like all of it is. That's what you got to do in, yeah, in, in, in either in, in any industry. Yeah, and so yeah. and so in 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 one sense I, I want to think that like I could bring that to DC and in one sense I want to be like well shit like why can't I like I want to make it happen but that's I want to be like you know I need to just be where the opportunities are. So right. so and I don't your thing. Yeah, so right. so I don't know but I guess one of my goals is like you said is to um try and shoot for, like a big company in DC because I personally don't know anyone doing it. Like, I don't. Like, I, I can't look to one photographer in D.C. that is shooting for a company that I actually want to shoot for. Like, mm. and that's and that's kind of what's sad to me is the fact that, like, there's no one in my vicinity who I think is, fuck, it's not fucked up, who I think is better than me who's mm. doing the work that I want to do. Specifically in fashion photography? Yes, in, in fashion photography. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like, like, there's no one doing work that I am, like, I wish I was in that room or like I wish I was doing that shit. Like, now, how, like how, there's no one doing that here. Now, how much of that is because of who you shoot? What do you mean? Like because of like the whatever brand it is that you're working with at the time. Because I mean that that also that you you also have to take that in part. Do you too. know Do you know one photographer in DC has shot for Urban Outfitters? Or shot for any any big store that's mm. in DC. Shot for H and M. If I'm not mistaken, Gary Williams worked with GQ, and I think that's more of a magazine. So that's more. Um, that's kind of public. Big. That's, that's, yeah, it's, it's that's a like low key big. It's a it's a national brand. I know um, um, Dio. I, I butcher his name, Adedayo. Uh, he yeah, goes yeah, by D- Dio, the art hype on Instagram. Yeah, Dio, uh, yeah. I, I know that's a homie of mine. Okay, so yeah, man, I, I met him recently. He's not doing that. He's not doing no. He's not doing that. But he is working with. Larger national brands. I think the national brands are starting to reach into the DC but market. He's, he's he's only working with larger national brands because he's plugged in with people from New York. That's why. Mm. Okay. Okay. He's, he knows the bloggers, influencers so in New how, York. So how do you think we can fix that? What, what can, for DC that, itself? Yeah, for for how do you think that we? How is it that this area? Like your opinion? Like how do you think we can fix something like that? Like as far as like fashion shows, like it's, maybe it's, the fashion I shows are too. Not and, and this is kind of like going against everything that I'm here for. It. I don't think we can. I just don't think it's our climate. I don't think it's. I don't think it's what we do. I don't think it's just what our ecosystem is. Like I think it's like if you want to be a model, you go to New York. If you want to be an actor, you right. go to L.A. Yeah. Right. It's just, that's just, if, if you want to shoot fashion photography, you should probably be in New York or right. or L.A. Right. So I think in a lot of ways, it's like you have to be where the work is, and it's something that it's in it, a perfect it, world. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just trying to get something. Like in a perfect world, what do you think would need to happen here for for this area to compete with either of those cities? You kind of well, have you, to move you, you brands need, office you need, here. You need you need you, yeah you need the headquarters to be here. Oh. Like you need the these big companies to be here because mm-hmm. they always look close to them, right? Right. But like, I don't think like a fashion show is going to change the fashion landscape. The no. thing is, is that like all the designers live in New York. All the designers live in L.A. It, ah, that's true. Like you know, I what I'm saying like yeah, it's, right. it's it's essentially it's, where the nervous system interesting is. Interesting that you say that, but like I, I work for a, a trade association, so I kind of see like a bigger macro view, and I think that the benefit of DC is brands like Urban, so they're, they're part of the Retail Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, brands 
uh, I don't know, Victoria's Secret, whoever has a retail location but also puts on fashion is going to be part of a number of trade associations that have to uh, lobby or advocate for them in the D.C. area. And I think that if D.C. Uh, is... But, but, that, like but, but that's what we'd excel at. D.C. is a very political journalism yes. state. Like yes. I've, I've, I've talked to a photographer who who's who's really big in like Washington Post and does a lot of journalism in New York mm-hmm. or in DC sorry and I and I straight up asked her I was like look I was like I want to be a really big fashion photographer I said should I move you want know what she told me she goes she looked me straight in the fucking eyes and she goes you should pack up everything and you should move to New York and I was like Damn. Because that's the that hub. That shit hurt it. I was like, I was like, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> so, but that, dude, that's the honest truth. That is the hub for a lot of that. Um, it is. But like, to my point about all that, that advocating being here, I think that if you get, I don't want to say get in with the people who advocate on behalf of these brands or this industry, but I think that there is a backdoor that DC doesn't exploit, and that can go back to our earlier conversation for a lot of bad jokes. But no, 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 no. But if I was to say like, okay, how can that actually happen here? Like, how how could we make it so photographers in DC or even videographers start getting work with major court, major commercial companies, right? Like people who are um, yeah, like I, across yeah. the United States, right? Right, right. A national the, network. The thing is, that, the thing is that you need them to stay here. They all move away. Yeah, they all Ta- they, they all leave. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. People from Miami that, that are talented time. leave all the time. Yeah. Whether they're book smart, street mm-hmm. smart, whatever. A lot of people don't stay oh, in dude, South we see, Florida. We see so many people move, move out to L.A. and New York they all, the time. all the time. Yeah, when, when people start getting popping, they're like, oh, I'm going to L.A. I'm going mm-hmm. to New York. Like, mm-hmm. right. it's I don't think those are things for like no reason. Like these are these are things that happen for for a reason. It's like the hubs. Of things, and it's weird that I'm saying this because, like, as I say this, I'm like, wow, I'm an idiot for being here. Like, even in DC, even in DC, <laughs> but like, I would love to make it happen. I but, think that yeah, the, I mean, I the first step is to build that foundation of creative talent, and I think DC has done that the last ten years. Let's say ten years, because the, what the, the real internet boom started in 2009. Yeah, well, let's say this: like, everyone is like, oh, DC's bubbling. Like, DC's about to have its moment, right? Have you guys sensed that at all? Like, every oh, of course, yeah, I've heard yeah, that yeah, We've said that ourselves. Every, 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 everyone's like, yo, DC's about to get popping. DC's on the on the cusp. Especially DC's when Wale came. When, when Wale started popping, it was like, oh shit, DC's on the map. And mm-hmm. I'm from Virginia, but you know, I I, I kind of rebel. Yeah, DC, yeah. I, I reveled in the DC's part of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And that fat trail came came out too, and I was like, oh shit, okay. So. Yeah, man, that's tough. So do you feel like talent can only proceed in their careers by leaving DC, or you think that's just an easy? I don't want to call it an easy option because leaving it, home is a hard it's, option. It's 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 just what I've it's just what I've noticed. Okay, it's just what I've noticed. Like, since I'm in the fashion world, I'm always trying to work with the best models in the area. Yeah. and all the best models, what do they do? They move to New York. Every single one, all the agent like I am in with like all the agencies in DC, and they all move to New York. All the best talent that I'm like, oh, I want to I want to book with you. They. What do they do? They go to New York. So what do you? So what do you think we could do? Or not we, but like as, yeah, I get what like, you're saying. What, but what what is it that we could do as an area to stop that? You can't. You can't, man, because these how these fashion houses yeah, are already man. established. Like, in like LA all, all that. I wish I could figure that out. I wish I wish I could figure that out. It's it's the infrastructure. It's like, are you in LA? Uh, sorry, it's like, it's like the big model houses are there. The big yeah. designers are there, and it's. I think it's. I think it's a lot of it is like. I mean, there's I, like decades. Of, it's like it's like I don't know if it, we're being delusional by thinking it be it could be here because I think every city has this thing, right? Right. Like, I think we're a very political city, 
that and I, there's no escaping and it, it. Unfortunately, it's like it's like, it's like yeah. journalism, Washington Post journalism. Like I've met so many out of political at so many bars. They're like, yeah, this is such a pol-. like every time they 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 every time they like it's more than just the coffee and monuments in this city. Yeah, it's, it's just, like people don't. Get, I think that's why people leave because they can't break that stigma. Like, oh, you're in D.C. Oh, you must love the politics and blah. You blah, must blah, love blah, AOC. Blah. Fucking <laughs> libtard. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. Well, you see, you see, see, see. The big thing that that troubles me as someone who who wants to identify as a fashion photographer, like, and I and I put quotes up when I said that is because like, there's no one around me who's doing the work that I want to do. Right. And that's the problem. Right. Like, like there is no one. I know what you're saying. Like, there's yeah. no one above me who is shooting magazine covers because I would be trying to assist them. Like, there's no one above me who's shooting for Vogue, shooting for L, shooting for W, shooting for anything bigger than what I'm doing. Like, that doesn't. I don't know it. So you don't see people here growing out, sorry, or working with people outside of the local market. Everything is within its own. Well, okay. Names. Sphere. Okay. Let me ask you this: Who's the biggest photographer in DC? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Yeah. No, I no, 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 no. But in your opinion, like uh, uh, as far as who you know, who comes to your mind is like the biggest photographer in DC. Uh, he doesn't even live in DC right now. I mean, there's people <laughs> who've been picked up and gotten notoriety. So Orly, didn't he go on tour with somebody? Or yeah, was he, got, he, he got so picked sure, up. So sure, he got picked. He got picked. Yeah. So he's, I guess he's now large. He's, now he's, he's known Jay within Alvin. the music industry. Uh, right now, I, I right like, now, I couldn't tell you. But right, I know what you're saying. Right. I, I know. Yeah, I know what you're getting at. People right? exit like, to make a name for themselves. There's no one here shooting for Coach. There's no one here shooting for Gucci. No. Like that. That's just not the ecosystem here. And that's what. And that's the thing that I've been dealing with in like this past six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Is that like coming to that? It's coming it, to that realization. It's coming to this realization. Like fuck. I'm 28. Like I'm getting old. You know. But do I really want to go somewhere else and start over? You know what I'm saying? Because because the, you have to build your whole right, entire network because, all be, over again. Because four or five months ago, I was I was like, okay, I have a lot of money saved up, not a lot, but like a good amount. Where I'm like, do I want to move to DC or do I want to try making a big move? And I chose DC because I have my podcast, I'm making content here, I have mm-hmm. connections, right? Right. And that's fine, but I'm thinking like, where's the work that I really want though? Like, where mm-hmm. where does that exist? Is it is it really here? And as much as I want to give back to the ecosystem, as much as people are like, "Yo, your podcast is crushing for DC," like you're giving people exposure. I'm like, yeah, I'm know. like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's great, but like, I got to look out for numero uno. Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. where is the work that I actually want? Right. And and it's and it's sad, but it's like a harsh reality of like what you're doing because yeah, man, you you broke you broke that window there, man. Because it's I mean because that that's that's one of the things that I've always been preaching is like why can't we compete with New York and L. A. Why I is mean, it? they have how many decades? How many? Yeah, you know, it's been it's been so long. Industry within their grasp. It's the yeah. industry, right? Yeah. It's like it's like you go to Detroit because they were making and cars, I, and I, right? And, like, and, and I wish and I hope to God that somehow some way. We could change that as much as I want to. Oh yeah, man. As much as I want to, that's all I want, man. You want what? To 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 kind of be able to compete. There is a creative nature to this city. And there, I think, no, but there, no, but what he's I get what he's saying. I'm talking about my personal goals. Like I'm, no, I'm, I know I'm that, not but saying that there's personal, not your personal goals are some other people's personal goals too. Yeah. It's just, it's just a fact. How, how cool would it be to be like, you know, Bruce Allen from D.C. is we're flying the models out to D.C. so Bruce Allen can shoot them for the campaign. I mean, my guy, like I would, 
That would essentially be I the would, goal. I, w- I would love to like be that guy, but do I want to spend the next 15 years trying to be that guy, or do I want to spend the next two years in a city trying to be that guy? Like I look, I don't know how it happens. I don't like. I don't. I don't no, know. If you're, I don't if, even know how to contact. If you're these in the brands. right place, if yeah. you're in the right place, you you just happen to stumble around uh, okay. along the right Here, people. Let, let me talk about something really real. I don't even know how to contact these brands. Like I don't. Like I don't like who oh, like man. how, how you listen, listen, what, what, what am, listen to our latest podcast. What am I gonna, yeah. what am I gonna do? Am I gonna hit up their 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 contact at their contact us box on their fuck website? No, no, fuck no, <laughs> like, no, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, That's where like, the guy in IT that has to forward. No, you that gotta to meet those people. You gotta you, meet those people. And where do those people live? L.A. New York. They don't live here. I think digitally though has is. Some, some of them. Of Come on, distance. man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta say at least some of them might live. I feel here. like I mean, you'll... I could shoot them a DM, hundred percent. Yeah, and it'll be their social media person. And get I don't know, man. There is, there no, there's, there's a lot no, of brands out here. No, I, I really feel like brands are creating flagship stores because they see how much DC is growing. They see the market. Yeah, they see the market growing. They see the condos going up. They see the gentrification going in. Man, give me their phone numbers. Are... I'm gonna call them. And, I'll and tell you right now. I, like, no, hey, I feel like the the answer for DC is something I alluded to a little bit earlier, girl, earlier ago is using that that back channel uh yes you have industry advocates advocates in the area but you also have agencies global national and global agencies that all work here because we know the hub of communication that is dc right the main message comes out of here but those agencies have clients that are not just politically based they have clients that are fashion no music, but it, all it, that so we are we are getting perceived. in contact with the agency may give you that bridge to now granted you know it's a lot easier if you meet the guy that runs a campaign over in la and you shake his hand like hey man here's my portfolio here's my car give me a ring if you ever need a shooter blase blase but out here if, if i feel like if we're gonna break that 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 exodus of great Jesus talent yeah because like, i mean i'm sure you're on the edge of moving if you really want if this is your goal i oh, know i'm 100 on the edge yeah of moving. yeah you know what i'm saying like you're you're on the way out like you know great that we got you now it's gonna yeah, suck to leave right yeah. um but if you want to foster that in talent, I think that not just the city of D- or yeah, the city of DC and and you know the surrounding suburbs need may not need to, but may benefit from working on is finding a way to bridge that communication because these agencies well, exist here. It's 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 the culture. It's it's the culture of a city. And when you're when you look objectively at what the culture of DC is, what do you see? You, you see, too, you think it's too small-minded. You grew up here, right? You see, it's government nine to five. That's a very Strict Gover- role. government, government feel. I feel like just just blank is the whole guarantee. Yeah, nine to five. And, 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 I yeah. do that every day. Yeah, I'm nine to five every and, day. And there's so. nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying that like that's that's what DC is. It's a political government, strict nine to five environment. There's people who aren't that. And what do they all do? They're Maybe. all they're all in the the restaurant and hospitality business. You're a restaurant owner. If you ask me what what has been revitalizing DC into this gentrification era we're in now, it's the food industry. What have you seen popping up more than D- in DC than anything else? It's it's not clothing stores. No, it's it's restaurants, restaurants and bars and hipster shit. And shit. But let me ask you this: why why are they why can they survive? It's because our economy can support them. Right. People have a lot of DC has so much goddamn money more than probably more than almost every other state besides New York and LA. I'm just guessing, but like. People have money to spend here, so what do they spend it on? They Disposable spend it, money. They spend it yeah. on yeah, yeah. spend it on food, entertainment, and, and entertainment, right? But that doesn't in, that doesn't encourage a creative environment. That doesn't allow a city where someone can live for six hundred dollars a month, being no. being a well, dirt dirt photographer trying to make it live. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I think DC has its industries, 
And as I'm like talking about this, like it's like a harsh realization for even no, me it, to realize. No, it, but like, it, yeah. I, I feel like DC has the government, political nine to fives, lobbyists and stuff. But then then they have the food industry, which is the second probably biggest industry here. And that's why DC has grown so crazy. I feel like that's what's benefited. And I don't know him personally at all or anything. Is, no, is Jose Andreas? No, wait. Look at how many restaurants he owns that guy here. Has been able to prove. That the food industry is, is successful. People here. got money for it. Yeah. People disposable got money income for it. They got nothing to do and they got thing. money for it. Yeah. I mean, disposable income is a good thing if it gets spent on the right things. Yeah. What what a, all right. So yes, that's that's all on on its surface. What about the subversive cultures, like what we are right now? Like what the fuck we're doing You're right now? You're just subversive. You just labeled it. It's really that. You're just in the undercurrent of but what how, the city is. How do we how, how do you d- break out? You do like don't mute DC did. They honestly took they, a moment they, where they, they said, hey, guys, you shouldn't play that music here. I'm like, motherfucker, this is you where know, this music's that, from. That's an interesting movement. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah, and then... Shout and, out and, to them. Yo, and then... I'm Go-Go, from Miami. We, give, we, we bend over backwards shit. for gentrification. We'll take that foreign money, no problem. Mm-hmm. The only city I've ever seen that fights back or, like, you know, organizes back or fights back is, is D.C. Like, you know, when I look at, like... And I feel like there's on. something there. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying, man. And I, and, and I know on paper what you're saying is actually true. What you're saying, but I just feel like there's there there's just there's like something brewing underneath all that 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 could change. But all that's that. that bubbling. Like maybe DC gets hot enough to simmer, but the force is but against not, it. But, well, okay, right okay, now, but let me ask you. That. So so it's 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 bubbling. It's boiling. What brings it over the top? What is? It? That's why. That's why. That's why I'm asking you because like I I, I want to get a different perspective on it because for me. I feel like we we have just a culture in and of itself here that no no other state has new york if you go to new york how many meetups are 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 new york for all we know a lot because we don't live there well pursuit of portraits is probably the biggest one coming out of there how many many, do they meet monthly I don't know if they meet monthly, but they're big shit. Yeah, but you're talking about like specifically the photo community gathering. Either way, it's not about the photo community. But but let me ask you this: what you guys do was new to DC. Right. Yeah. What you guys do is is unique and new into DC, which is amazing. We need that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But where's the bridge from what we do to creating those fashion photography opportunities? Where's the bridge for those? I mean, I mean, I mean, I know that, that this is what I'm saying. This is why I say that it's simmering because now we've we've got all the creatives together, right? Not all of them, but we are creatives gathering, are gathering. We are we are gathering the creatives, right? Which is something that's never. That, well, I can't say I can't say for sure. But when I first, when I was looking and trying to find other creatives, I couldn't find any. So this is why this whole fucking thing started. Why? So I feel like this is why it's simmering. Mm-hmm. We got all the creatives together. We got all the models together. We got all the photographers, all the videographers together. We're all meeting once a month. We're all doing. We're all fucking networking. We're all doing all kinds of crazy shit all outside of the meets and everything. Why is it? Why is it that this is not gonna be a thing that could? push it toward it's like a, over the top it's about artistic movement and you you have you have to look at the ecosystem the economy that supports an artistic movement what what gives an what gives what's an environment for an artist to thrive it's low rent okay right yeah. that's, true. First of all. Yeah, that's, that. true. that's that, that, not, that's not a thing not in dc yeah. low rent is not a thing in dc so this so off the bat an artist can't just be true fucking around and living for yeah. 600 to 800 bucks a month even that's a lot for some artists right yeah. mm-hmm. like it's, it's just not a thing they have to live at home right right that's not a thing so then so that right there is a support system that 
creates this creative culture. In New York, right now it's Brooklyn, it's the Bronx. They're all complaining about being gentrified. Why? Because it's the lowest, it's it's the cheapest income place so that, where you can live that, for rent. Yeah, but even then now, it's about seven hundred to a thousand dollars to live there for rent. So now, so now, if you're moving there as an artist, you have to be a server. You have to do something else part time, which which is fine. But I've I've heard a lot of talk about people moving from there to DC because they're like, oh, you know, it's too oversaturated. New York is too oversaturated. I don't know what's true or not, but that's just what I've heard in my circles. I mean, it, I could say the same here. You know what I mean? Like it's they, like there's a, it's just saturated with photographers out here now. But that's only because of my circle of. But also, people. let me ask you this: Last time I checked. Refinery 29's headquarters is in in DC. Refinery 20 that's so it's like a magazine presence. online yeah. presence like online. magazines headquarters are in in DC. Gucci's headquarters are in DC. Dior's headquarters are in in DC. In New York, you can rent a studio for $50 an hour with everything. True. You can, you can create work that looks amazing for $50 an hour in New York. How much is studio time in DC? Or how, how, <laughs> where do you even find a good studio with great natural lighting? It's I'll it's tell you right now it's where borderline you find a studio for free. 202 Creates on I Street Southeast. That's a free <laughs> plug. Just so yeah. we well, actually met with them. They asked us to spread the word. That yeah, is, they're, 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 they're actually the count. The city of DC is looking to build up its creative arts program, and 202 Creates. Uh, they, I've heard about they, them. Yeah. They, they are offering free podcasting and and creative workspace and a fo- uh, portrait studio. I'll call it a portrait studio. Yeah. And I think that you know that is. The first step. We need city help, and well, we also need private this, help. This, this, I agree. This is what I'm yeah. trying to figure out, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad that we're having this conversation. But you're right. Fifty dollars an I, hour? That is incredible. Could you imagine creating for fifty dollars an hour? We know a number and, of and, and I'm talking about a full, big professional studio with floor-to-ceiling windows, mm-hmm. a curved wall, and all the props and lighting you can imagine. Yeah, I believe it. For fifty an hour. <laughs> It's not a thing in DC. Like it's no. not. Like like we Yet. like a normal photographer Yet. doesn't have those sort of accesses, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. There's barrier. So one of the things why we always say the meets are free is because we do, we're trying to limit the barriers to creating. Actually, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. I think the meets are free. I think the meets are interesting because there's always a very despair photographer to model ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And have we you, used to only and, be photographers taking it's pictures funny you of say photographers. That. And, and, and have you guys thought about? I'm not saying limiting it, but I'm saying having models come specifically, like, like, we, like, like having like ten models who are there to model, who are dressed to look good and there to model, and, 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 to instead of hoping calls. the general public. Yeah, no. Is, we, have we, you we tried used, that? We used to do model calls, and obviously, if you label yourself a model, you're going to come out, and we absolutely appreciate so, that. Hope they come. Yeah. Out. yeah. So in 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 our early days, we did reach out to models and say, "Hey, can you come out to our street meet?" And they were, and we would always get the, "Oh, um, yeah, no, I already got a shoot going on that day. I'm sorry, I can't go." And then. <clears throat> We put that. We put out the, you know, the model call. And like, hey, if you if you're a model, come through. So what happened was we started getting models coming up. Uh, initially, we were just supposed to be just a bunch of photographers walking around and taking pictures and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And um, got that weed pen on. And then after that, um, we started getting models coming out, and. They started modeling, and then the next thing you know, it got around. I, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It's it, it's hard to explain it. It's it turned into it turned into a weird thing where now models are. It, it there. was never our main focus. The main focus is to get photo- photographers together 
to take photos. I mean, we're called street meet because the focus was street photography. Mm. It was the most accessible yeah. form of photography here. For me, as a, like, I started in Florida, so to me, the most accessible photography was like astrophotography and nature photography. It was a lot of landscapes, cityscapes. Yeah. If, yeah. I got, if I got to shoot a model, I was like, oh my God, happy Christmas oh, to me. Oh, so that wasn't the objective. No, no. it was never it, the objective. It happened organically. Yeah. I mean, granted, we did ask at one point, like, hey, models, come on out. Because people would ask us, damn, man, you so many photographers. I and, wish there and, were more and again, models. Like, like your idea, what you said, like reaching out to like X amount of models, that was our idea at, at first. And we did, and we reached out, and we said, "Hey, can you come out and just model?" And <coughs> we yeah. didn't have enough Instagram clout for yeah. them to say yes. At the yes, time, we were like four, yeah. four thousand, three thousand followers, or whatever. You can't even link on your swipe up stories. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I and was then, following you guys, but back then too. So appreciate yeah. that. Thank you, man. That's, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back back then it was like you know we we did reach out to a bunch of models and you know like people that w- would that would fit our aesthetic. I fucking hate that word, hey, but, but it's yes. the truth. It's yeah, easier, so, <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah, and, then, and then like, um, oh, so I didn't know it was like a street photography meetup. It was I, supposed to be. I mean, yeah. I, there is no I mean, like for there, the first two years it was. Yeah, there, it was. There, there yeah. is there is no guidelines of like what you guys are doing because it's such a new concept. It like, is. hey. Thank people you. like yes, like, like hey, hey people let's gather and take photos right. like for photographers but then all of a sudden people start concentrating on the models like mm-hmm. all of a sudden became model centric yeah. right yeah and then like people started taking portraits and shit so Street like meet- like also became a portrait thing right like it's like anyone can take yeah. a low f stop portrait right well yeah, yeah. And, and it, honestly it's part of the pra- i mean it's a networking i mean at its core uh what it is now it's a networking event Right? That's how I view it personally. But yeah. it's also a TFP event for both models and photographers. You don't have to pay nothing. Everybody gets get, practice. You also get all this content for yourself. Yeah. You get tagged in a bunch of fucking photos. Because like, imagine imagine if you're a fuck. God damn it. We, I feel like we circle around this fucking co- topic every time. Yeah. But either way, I'm here for it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I so, Yeah, I, and I, I even forgot that we're recording, to it's, be honest. But that's but part of the honest conversation. Is, is So, yeah. yeah. So this whole thing started out as street photographers walking around and taking pictures. That was our thing. Because I wanted to be a street photographer right when... Right in what 2014 when street photography started taking off on Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. Like uh, night shift and fucking, um, you know, all the all the street photographers uh, from New York, they were doing the, their the, thing. The first wave of like real remember. shooters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I follow that guy named Ben Williams or Ben Adams. He's really big right now. Anyways, keep going. Black soap. You know black soap. I don't know shit for street photography. I know, I know, like, oh, I know okay. like one guy. So, so in general, if you could, I know like Bill Cunningham. If you want to see good, Bill, okay, I've seen. Okay, if you yeah, want to yeah. see good street photography, I'd recommend like Street Dreams Mag. Yeah, Street Dreams. That Mag. whole team out there. I, they, I was uh, always a fan of the Sartorialist, and he always did street fashion Ooh. photography. Yes, I know what you talk about. Sartorialist. He's had like uh, real. He, pub, he's, he's had like he's one. Placement. He's one of the earliest fashion yeah. street fashion vlogs ever out of New York, though. True. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. Pick, Wait, is there a documentary about him? I don't think so. But can you keep going on what you were saying? Oh. What was I, what was I, I Oh, fuck. I don't even remember. No, you were photographers gathering together just taking photos. Oh, yeah. No, that was the original concept. It was just a bunch of street photographers walking around, taking pictures of what we see as we go where we go. Of the city. Because at yeah. the time, you know, what was D.C. known for? Yeah. The monuments and government. Just exactly. There's a whole side of the city. And was it not. and was it so that you guys would map out a sort of route? We, yeah. I mean, we would have. Short answer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But we wouldn't we wouldn't post it on a little stupid ass PDF thing that people could. But follow. but you knew when they got that that's what you yeah. were doing. Yeah. Okay. That was the original idea. Yeah. 
And then and then we realize that shit, we actually need some muses to come out and like we so we need subjects. We can't just shoot the homeless all the time. Yeah. We can't just shoot abandoned buildings all the time. So we need subjects. Yeah. So we reached out to several models that we thought would fit, you know, the fucking aesthetic. <laughs> and <In> um, <laughs> So let me ask you this, did you guys ever design Street Meat to like make money? Was that no, like ever man, thought? This was only no. for community building. I don't think it matters. I'm just no. saying. I think you, no. you guys should never, be making money. There's never the I, meats I, themselves are always designed to be free. Yeah. It was because like we talked about earlier, like it's the idea of creating without barriers. I mean, shit. How much does it cost to book a model? How much does it cost to book a studio? How much does it cost if you don't have the right lens or lighting? How much equipment? does it cost to book a model and a studio? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't do any of that shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> you just you reach out. Hey, do you want to shoot? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's straight yeah. collab these days. It's like level of your work equals the level of model. You but get. exposure doesn't pay bills for some of these models or some of these photographers. So we also have that. We also have that on a shirt. Exposure yeah. doesn't pay bills. That's a big fact. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, it's the truth. But in, in either case, like that—that that was the whole thing. Like we we reached we reached out to a bunch of models and we said, "Hey, can you come out and pose?" Because model photography was something so new to us because we just had no idea. That's interesting. That's a, that, that that that's how it evolved from and, 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 model yeah. base to or sorry, from street base to model base. Yeah. Because that was my impression going into. It. I was like, "Oh, people just kind of gum." Yeah, now some it people is, model, yeah. some people don't, and the, you just try to find some cool shit while you're like walking this sort of path. Yeah. So, and honestly, like for the next quarter of 2019, we are looking at locations that can garner a little bit more street photography to kind of go back to like where the roots are. Mm. Uh, but in, in full transparency, yeah, Street Meat is looking at ways to uh, make make money so that we can continue to operate and provide better opportunities for the community. Yeah, and that makes But we're not going to tax... We don't want to tax the community to come to a meet. That's just not genuine. We're not... No, we're, we're not promoters. Gonna, we're we're not gonna, promoting we're a free place for you to come visit. Here, $5 a head. That's not... That's not going to bring yeah. you out. We want you all to meet each other. Because we know people who have went from full amateurs to full-time product photographers and full-time, wow. you know, portrait photographers. People who make a living off their photography. So we realize, okay... And here in D.C. In wait, DC, wait. So, so, so they went from doing that Hanging out with the street meat going yeah, yeah. to evolving. Uh, if you, if Julian Thomas, I don't, maybe you should. Oh, yeah, I know Julian. Oh, so you know Julian. Yeah. Yeah, man, bring him on your show if you haven't already had him. He's a cool uh, guy. Julian's a shit. He's he sat with our, I've met him actually. He's a cool guy. Julian's a fucking shit, man. He's dope as hell, man. He was actually on our podcast. He, actually came, he came to my exhibition once. He's a really tight dude. Yeah, Julian's yeah. a shit. Like yeah. he went from yeah. an amateur photographer to a full time professional. And I mean, like amateur. He learned. He learned a lot. Not. I can't say that he learned everything from Not for me, I'll yeah. tell you that much. But yeah. the community was a way for him to learn and experience more so that he can mm. find his niche or his income. And again, if you travel to any city, no other, no, there's no other city other than maybe L.A. or Washington that has this kind of community that you can go there and say, oh, shit, I can link up with other photographers. Really? No. Are you telling me there's no other things like this anywhere else? There's Street Meet LA. If you go to LA, only LA. If you go to Washington, Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I guess now, I mean, there's a shit ton of other cities, but they're not like as active as we are. Oh, shit. But there's a, there's a shit ton of other street meets that are trying to do, you know, do what we're doing. Really? Yeah. Hey, man. So our, our first I, official sister city is Street Meet Washington, yeah. which is Seattle-based. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in communications with Street Meet LA, 
and there's a couple other street meets who are hitting their one year anniversary soon enough. Um, I always see. I always assumed that like every other city has their own sort of like public no, meetups, like oh, photography. Do. Walk I'm sure they thing. do, but they it's do. not. It's not. It's not as popping as. Street meat. There's, really? the There's something about the name street meat that people like. What's a great fucking brand? Come on, the name's just good. Well, when you ask us what street meat's future, if you were to ask us what street meat's future is, is we are trying to invoke this model so that these free community events continue to occur. Uh, but we are we are seeking key, key word free. Yeah, don't go charging Facts. for a fucking meat. I mean, Facts. I get it if like a location costs money, sure, but focus on the free because we want. Photographers to be able to experience that. And once a month, you motherfuckers. Yeah, please. We want it to be. That's how you build community. Meeting month. Once a, what? once a month. I thought oh, it was once four, a month. We did four weeks in a row in one month. That was just to try it out. And again, community liked it. And again, that's that why. This, that's, that's why this whole thing took off. It, it was almost hundred people every week. And normally we would do two hundred plus on a one, Wait, once a month. Wait, where was the last? What was the last time? That, what was the last meet you came to? The one I mentioned. Rhode Island. Oh man. Oh, that's right. Not how, but you 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 want to know why I stopped going to meets? Is because I, I want more control over my shoot. Okay. Like mm. so so, but that changed into me going to these sort of events like as a way to just hang out and meet people. Mm-hmm. So I'll go and and I won't I won't go for content. I just go to hang out and have fun. It's right. a networking aspect. Like that's what right. it is. And yeah. and it's not always street meet. It might be like walk with locals, yeah. which is like a local company doing it really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I might go to that or some other stuff. But like it's it's normally like now I go. Without content in mind, I think I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna meet some cool ass people trying yeah. to like take photos, and meet some of the photographers, and like that's that's fun. And that's how itself. strong the culture is in DC, which is why we asked about like right. how do we get this bubbling to just mm, pop? Like, you know, right. how do we shake that earth? How do we get that earthquake to go for DC? And it's, it, I, we visualize it. We see all these other groups doing these unique. things. Yeah, it's we see them super fucking all in DC area. providing all these opportunities for photographers. But there's that extra. There's that extra step that we know that we can do to get. Do you have you guys have hosting workshops? It's you, happening. It's it's happening. We've it's happening. we've been working. We found some like having like guest photographers or like just people around who are like specialized in something. Yeah, we we've been we. Have you ever heard of uh, Bruce Allen? <laughs> a fashion photographer. Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could definitely teach one, but I'm talking like, dude, I met a guy the other day at Ocean Studios who does like. Corporate headshots, like that's all he does, hard. and he crushes yeah, it. He yeah. owns like two studios there because yeah. he crushes it that hard. I'm like, well, this is the right place for that. <laughs> we have he can teach some shit. We have been writing. I pay out, for that class personally. I would. We we have been writing out plans for the future of like, yeah. what more can we? Do? I mean, granted, if a photographer has a booking fee to teach a class, uh, you well, know, it makes sense, right? You don't eat, a musician doesn't play for free, do they? Exactly. Right. Well, uh, but we are finding ways to make it cost efficient for photographers because we get who are we, we get who comes out to the meets, and we know that. The fact that they're free allows people to come out and really network. But you know, education costs money, right? I mean, if you've lived and you're in your twenties, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the you meets, know, the, either learning way, something the, costs money. Every month, the the meets are going to be free, no matter what. Yeah. Every month, there's now, always going to the, be a meet. That is extra, an interesting concept, like a free person teaching. That's an interesting concept. But at the same time, a paid person that teaching. That's interesting that's something, too. That's something that we may or may not be working. That makes on. your time more valuable, right? Like, <laughs> Listen, we we understand time is money. Oh, Believe, f- we understand. Course. Uh, but we are, we have been working on some things so that the community can gather information. Granted, and again, can't it's, promise it, everything's it all, free, man. It all, it all circles back to community. It's like making sure that people are on par with other cities. Oh hell yeah, it's like a balance of both, right? Like the free stuff, and then oh, if if you want to do this, right? Yeah, pay us fifty bucks or hundred bucks, however much it is. Hey, uh, remember, uh, remember, I paid for that nude shit. 
Actually, he did right. Actually, the one day right. The paid meats are gonna be two hundred fifty dollars. Damn, son. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be like some rope now. But it's guaranteed a hundred likes. What kind of content am I gonna get at that? Holy shit! Guaranteed followers. Guaranteed yeah. likes. Is, is every photo like ten followers and like fifty we'll let likes? Your bar, some, we'll or, let your bar a like up for about a minute. About a minute. Two shutters is what you get. Uh, but yes, there, there is uh, Pierre, myself, and Aaron. We've all sat down and discussed. Like, all right, we know what the baseline is. But what else can we provide with? And, that and that's and that's why and that's why June happened. That's why we did the whole June thing. Every a meet every weekend. That's kind of crazy. To see what people would come out for. Granted, we it know was a shit ton of work, but it was yeah. fun. How'd it go? It was great. Like, like yeah, almost hundred people every meet. Wow. Yeah, and for us, it's like every month we get you know. But wouldn't, plus, but wouldn't but it be great if you did that for a living? Yeah, man. Don't worry. Listen. What the fuck are you telling, man? Hey, Bruce. Next time you talk to us, it's gonna be on a different. You're gonna, level, you're, man. you're gonna come back to. Yeah, you're you'll, be, you'll back, teach. You'll teach a fashion. I, I mean, I'm just thinking. Me. Whenever, whenever, whenever I hear, it, I'm like, oh, but what if you get paid to do that? Yeah, well, that's the goal, man. How do we get paid to do that, Bruce? Right. I don't fucking know. I'm yeah, just, exactly. I, Maybe I'm, I'm you just down, exactly. We don't know either. I'm just full of dumb ideas, man. <laughs> Maybe you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, we have no idea either, <laughs> man. We're figuring guy. it out as we go, man. But we but actually, it's funny that you say about making money because I, I think now would be a good time to mention the fact that we did our very first Instagram promo, and I put that in quotes. Oh shit, really? Yeah, we did, we did a first actual like oh, paid post. Yeah. So that's uh, fucking sick. It's after us. Yeah, you know. That's sick. It's not the end. The life app? No, but getting any sort of paid promotion it's, but is But that's sick. not that's the end awesome. all goal. It was just a, yeah. it just came our way. But fortunate, why not? fortunate enough. I mean, we're not it's so funny. It's, it's so funny that you talk about that, like, as if, like, it's going to, like, upset people that you made some money from oh, doing something. Oh, we're transparent with it. No, no. <laughs> right? it's like, it's it, it really is. Right? Like, yeah. like, like, it's like there's nothing wrong with making money from helping everyone. Yeah, like, but as long as you're transparent we, about we, it, right? We've been, we've been such a, we've been such a fucking community that we, I hate... I mean, I personally, well, I mean, I hate involving money in anything only because, only because like somebody has a hold, they have a hold on you or have a hold over you or something Mm. or other. There's an influence that if it wasn't money involved, we probably wouldn't accept. But in this, in this instance with the life company, the life app, it actually worked. Wait, what is this? What is this? All right. So the life app. Um, if you're at an event and you're not getting paid to say this right now, no, 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 no. <laughs> this, is, this is actually yeah. outside of the promo. Yeah. This is the yeah. crazy part. We, yeah. how the, how far are we? We're no, man, we we just going. We just just go. Right, we don't worry it. about no time limit. All right, all right. All right man. So the life app works is uh, how it, how it works is if you do a photo shoot, right? And um, for some reason they don't want to pay you X amount. You. <sighs> I'll explain yeah. it a little more. Uh, in brief, in a very short way to say it, it's a microtransactional app. Essentially, you get to sell photos per photo. So it's not stock photography. It's, it is it is client-based a la carte style. So let's say you – and this is one way that they say the app helps photographers. Let's say you have a client that wants to do a photo shoot with you, but they can't afford your $400 hourly rate, right? Yeah. So you take a discounted rate. Let's just say for square numbers, $100 an hour. They say, okay, I could do 100 bucks an hour, but I can only do an hour. It's like, okay, fine. I'll take that job. But you have to pay the photo. The photos that you want to use for whatever your purpose is, whether it's a photo book, an influencer, product photography, whatever the fuck, uh, you would then pay per photo that you need and or want. So you would oh. set your price. Let's say you're really great at Photoshop. You get great photos. All of a sudden, your frequency separation is amazing. People look fucking porcelain smooth. Mm-hmm. You charge them twenty dollars a photo. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on frequency separation. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> fucking ridiculous. People don't look like that, bro. Uh, 
But you go ahead and you sell them, let's say, $20 a photo. So that $100 hour shoot, they buy 10 photos at 100 bucks. You just made an extra $1,000. Now, granted, square numbers, right? Oh, that's interesting. So they're, they're making... They buy the picture per picture. They're allowing you to sell your... So like he was mentioned earlier, if you're an event photographer and you run into like 100 that's people... How, that's how I would them. use it. Yeah. You say you go to like an event that doesn't have a... Just, I shoot events all the time. Yeah. So they say people are like, oh my God, I would love that photo. Here, give me your phone number. I'll text you a link. You find your photo, you buy your photo, end of day. Yeah. You make that money and, as a and photographer. Then, and then 10 people, 10 people buy a picture at, at Let's at say $10 bucks. an hour. It's 100 bucks. Well, it's interesting because at, at events, I don't know how often that happens, but if I did interact with someone, it would help. I was like, oh, here's a card. If you want to buy the photo, just, if you want the photo, just go to this link. Right. That's yeah. kind of slick. I like that. Uh, the idea is that you send them the link. I don't know if there's like a, a holding link that you can hand out. Uh, but the thing that we really liked about them is that they're a, they're an up and coming app. They're new. They're a startup as well. They're so brand new. They need photographers' so right now, influences on yeah. how photographers right now, will use the app. So maybe it's not how, event photography. It's how often are you going to be client photography? How often are you going to be like in in a position to be able to tell an app developer like, hey, that's really uh, cool. Yeah, that's super cool. And they've reached out to StreetMeet DC, StreetMeet Washington, and StreetMeet LA. So like we figure, okay, they recognize that StreetMeet communities provide that testing network that they need. So we were like, listen, the most we're going to do is educate our community about your app. And on top of that, like it and it's only a great helps. opportunity, man. And listen, so early on, you need to make so, money. So basically, it's an app that helps you transact on your single photos. Right. Yeah. I think Her the photo. most the simplest yep. way is you could yep. sell photos individually so let's yep. say the that's what inter- that's inter- that's that's an interesting take i don't know if i'd ever want to shoot an event and be like i think like it would have to be like i'm shooting the event and i'm getting paid my normal fee mm-hmm. but then on top of that yeah you get the, the you get the, the, the you get guest, the surrounding yeah. the guests at the party yeah. could buy the photos. oh let me get your number yeah i'm gonna send you the picture and they pay 15 dollars or 10 dollars for the picture that's yeah. an extra 10 dollars dog they, they, I think what we liked about them is they're trying to disrupt the traditional photography yeah. model. and that's what I like, uh, too. And Street Me DC kind I'm, of was very I'm, disruptive. I love it is. It, so. It's interesting because how many other people have networking? It's essentially a networking group. Like, how many other people have networking groups like that? Like, how many industries? Right. That's such a crazy idea. Yeah. So, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe painters with their, like, live model new drawing <laughs> paintings, right? Like, that's about But it. even then, it's Fucking like a meetup. You gotta pay to come in. <laughs> well, they're gotta, stupid weak. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, no, no. Dude, I, I, I will, have much respect for painters. I will never forget this one time I walked in on people live nude painting uh, a transsexual dude. Okay. It fucked me up. You. I am not gonna touch that subject. No, let's touch it. <laughs> I walked into a room, so and, and I saw people painting a naked person, and I was like, "Towards man or transitioning from man?" Check this out. Oh, I saw the model. I walked in this room. I saw the model, and I was like, "Oh, there's some titties." Then I then I go scroll down, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a big fucking dick." <laughs> and Amen. I saw a bush, and I was like. I don't oh, know what's going on here. This is clearly a dude with some titties, but that was my first introduction to live art. I wasn't really going anywhere with that as far as like trainees shock, and stuff. The, the, shock, okay. the shock value was there for you, though. It was there. You weren't expecting it. I was not expecting that. Interesting, interesting. Walked into some bush, dude. <laughs> I think bush in general is always like taken aback. I think porn fucked a lot of people. Could you imagine up. seeing titties in a dick? It's, it was kind of weird. I mean, it's the internet. I've seen those. I'm not going to lie. Mean, I've, I've seen, seen it. That. It doesn't I mean, surprise me anymore. And and a lot of that, like uh, on my Spanish Facebook side, I always get pranked by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to devolve the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously, like 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 the idea of the life app is, is pretty sound. Like, yeah. it, it, it makes sense. 
So, but well, we liked it. It was a tool. It was uh, a fucking hit. aliens, though, right? Wait, 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 wait. But so that's working. Is it life hack? Yeah, people. In, we know for sure that uh, photographers in the Seattle community have used it to their advantage. They've actually earned high income off of it. Holy shit! Photographers in LA. Also, shout out to Street Meat. Washington, Washington. Dude, this is such a plug. LA. I'm gonna check that shit out. Like, yeah, man. Tomorrow. If you have Please iOS, do. man, download it. You check might it make out. So, you. You're gonna make some extra money on that shit for sure. Yeah. Hey, like, iOS. Hey, fuck you guys. Hey. Right? I have a what fucking was that, I have what a was that about your phone? iPhone. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, this guy pulled out his cracked ass iPhone to yeah. download the app and check it out. We had to check it out to make sure before we told the community, like, oh, guys, just go download it. We yes, tried it. We, no, we're we, not going to bullshit we people. We put it through the paces before we yeah. said it's anything. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So, cool. you know, check it out. If you don't like it, we understand. But maybe you have some feedback like, hey, this would work better if this does this. And this is the time to do it because there's still... The fucking incentives. There's like, there's like incentives. Oh, yeah. if, if you, you make shoot like, and you sell X amount of dollars per, let's say, kind of like the, the Uber of taking photos. Jesus. Almost, yeah. almost. They were. Yeah. I've, I, I don't know what their future plans are, but as of right now, it's a tool for the community. That's the most we're willing to say about it. Is like, hey, we can vouch this far with it. It's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's giving power back to the creative. Like, right, because sick. you can sell it per photo, and if they buy the photo, and, and on top of that, you can also talk to your client if they want to buy like a bulk of them. You can sell them at a certain price to make it to. I sell them at five dollars a pop, but you want a hundred. I'll sell them at two dollars a pop. There's two hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Think about how you do photo shoots now. That would that would be interesting to do an event and be like, yo, it's this much, but then you got to buy the photos, right? Mm -hmm. Like you only get the photos if you buy them. That's an interesting model, right? It is because like to be like, okay, I'm gonna shoot your event for two hundred dollars, but right, if you want the photos, they're gonna be available for ten dollars a pop. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I and mean, that's how, that sounds a little that's, fucked that's up, how, but yeah. Yeah, but that's actually how the the model. If they is hired supposed you for if they hired you for two hundred dollars. I'm sure you're not going to sell the pictures back to your corporate event, but people at the event will pay ten dollars for their photo. Right. Yeah. Especially people outside of the yeah, event. I was just looking at as like a, as like a business model, like to so the people that hired you. That's an interesting like, idea. You know, we they offer guidance in terms of how to use the app. We want the community to use it to what. They feel works for them, so that way we can provide the honest. You like, can use it however, the however fuck you, want, you really. want. Hey, you take a free shoot, turn it into three hundred bucks, or you take a hundred dollar shoot, turn it into six hundred bucks. However you want to use it, because the pricing structure is up to you. Like, you yeah, just you, can set, set you can set the price for you. You can set a picture, zero dollars and have people just download. You can set one all day. picture for a hundred bucks. If you're that, <laughs> if you're really, if you're that really, if you're really that good, like if you're, uh, if you're yeah, we might as well sell a fine art print at that point. But right? this is and this and is no. No, no res loss or no. There's no nothing. screen grabs. No one's just gonna go to the link and there's stick a, screenshots. A, Don't know where it came from. You don't know a, where it came there's from. There's a watermark in the middle of the motherfucker. Damn, you guys are selling the fuck out of this. No, app man, right we're just giving oh, you the facts. Shit, we Honestly, are, it's no, no. I'm no, not, I'm not is, gonna sell it. It, it is. Facts. It, we're just telling you what it does. Honestly. If you, it doesn't work for you. I don't you, know how the fuck we came it, down this rabbit hole I was right just now. curious about how the fuck you guys our are going to make promo. money. Like, yeah, and then the yeah, promo. That's epic. Your first promo. That's fucking sick. But we have, At least you get it. Like, you get it, right? Like, it's not. I get it 100%. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. And that's all we, like, when we talk, people ask us, like, man, bro, you guys did a week of promo. Like, why? We just want to make sure we educated. My, my it's guy, a free app. I don't even sell is. you on something free. You're I really don't. You motherfucker. Like, you, you like it, you don't you like have to it. pay for nothing to make if money. If it sucks, it's up to you to tell us if it sucks. We'll determine what we do future-wise. My guy, if someone's coming to me to give me money to promote something that I Are you coming to the next meet, you thing, motherfucker? The, the, the thing that I agreed <laughs> in, I'd do it. What? The next meek? At yeah. this point, I fucking have to. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go and just hang out, make sure everyone gets fucking follows me on it. Okay. There you go. That's how it's, it's a con- honestly, when people look at it like, well, so I, when I explain to people who are not familiar with like photography meetups and I tell them like what it is, like, oh my god, nobody, nobody fucking what gets is it, that? man. Nobody, my gets first it. explanation is we're TFP, it's a TFP event, okay? But like, why would you want to do that? Oh, because you're gonna, you're gonna wait, network. you guys walk around and take pictures, that's stupid. You're gonna network. And How do you guys make money? You know it's a th- content farm. You know what I think is interesting is like the difference, like the inter- like how you and Walk with Locals sort of maneuver in the same space, right? Like, yeah. I think Walk with Locals is less is less photography driven. It's more like networking during at least it feels like, and you guys are more like let's get some fucking pictures. I I, I can honestly agree with that. I've been to a number of Walk with Locals. I was just at a Walk with Locals event last night. Did you go to the Apple Store I one? I went to the Apple Store yeah, one. It was so really mad cool. I missed that. No, I think it was a really dope event. I think that we got the Carl got to speak about his experiences through Walk with Locals Carl's in his life. Carl's a fucking life. man. I love Carl. Carl's cool. I don't know him personally. I just know that with Walk with Locals, he has been able to provide a networking opportunity to the city that is outside of the norm. Go to Meetup. Sign up. Pay $15 at the door. Here's your name tag. Go meet people. Mm-hmm. Carl's created a community where people gather together. They share each other's uh, talents and skills. And I'm going to quote uh, a participant that came from a Walk with Locals event. Not necessarily the same day. But, like, oh, I normally... So the guy came up to uh, my fiance, actually. And he goes to her, oh, you know, this is my first street meet, you see. And, and it, you know, for me, it's, it's a little intimidating. I don't want to say the word intimidating. Let me not put words in his mouth. But I can understand how it is. Uh, he goes to me, they really just go straight to work here. Like, Where? At street meet. Yeah. Like, we go, hey, guys, welcome to street meet. We're going to take a quick group photo. Thank y'all for coming out. Who's a new model? Raise your hand. This is what we do. We gather exchange Instagrams. No one's going to remember each other later in the day. It's going to be a lot of people you're going to meet. Follow each other. Send DMs. Whatever the fuck you need to communicate to share this content. And then after that, that's it. They break off into photo groups. That, that That's yeah, honestly... That sounds about right. We have no control. I mean, we try to control and say, hey guys, we're going to move down this way. And like 20% of the people come with us and then like an hour later, other people come. And yep. then two hours later, more people come. Yep. And people show up you know, later than it's posted. Um, and kind of that's the way we view it. Like, in the end, it's a great thing that there's multiple opportunities to network. 100%. Like, DC's of, it's a bubbling city, as we said before. Like, the idea is that we all get together and create, make, make, make more noise. Like, make more noise. Like, if Walk with Locals pulls 300 people, fantastic. Streamy pulls 200 people, fantastic. But in that time period, 500 people have gathered together to do something that they care dude, about. they're both amazing. Like, it's just, it's, it's a just, great thing. Like, like the, the, the reason is just so good. Like, it's cool to go to Walk with Locals and not have to worry about, like, telling people what to do. I, I went out there yesterday. I pulled out my film camera, took a couple shots, walked around, shook some hands with people I knew. And I was like, all right, guys, what's up? Cool. Let me get a picture real quick. Boom. No one's coming up to me like, hey, this is my first time. What do I do? And, and the simple answer is you just go take pictures. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's I, can, I get how it's intimidating going to either any walk or any networking group that's existing in the city. Like if you go there for the first time, it is intimidating because you're coming out of your comfort zone and you're diving into a deep ocean of talent and experience. Like, man, I can only imagine what it must be like going to a walk with locals event and there's 150, 200 people out there and like you're asked to introduce yourself to new people. If you're an introvert, well, fuck, that sucks. If you're an extrovert, you might just dive right in. But if you're anywhere in between, you know, shit, it's gonna take a little bit to like get accustomed, you know, to what's going on. It's definitely interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, but that I think to the larger point that speaks to DC having 
such a vibrant creative community that you know so many different networking groups exist in the city all providing opportunities to go network and create content in the end pierre and aaron found each other because they couldn't find somewhere that they felt like oh this is somewhere i can create so then street meet got created and they said every month we're going to do it again it started with nine photographers next thing you know it was 20 next thing you know it was 40 next thing you know if we were to do one well, when we do one at the end of this month it'll be like 150 plus like mm. how, how the nine photographers getting together on a snowy day turn into 150 people taking portraitures of each other Man. we don't fucking know still we really don't know yeah. still no i mean that that that's like a weird we just say fuck it they like it we we'll do it we have no you idea know? man we have no idea how this whole thing started well, i mean you know how it started but we don't know how well, like well i mean yeah we know how it started yeah. but it's like we have like i still don't know how it got this 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 traction you know what i mean it's free content like it's content farming, right? It's free real estate. Guys, I'm fucked up. Can we end this thing? Hey, <laughs> absolutely, man. I want to hey. get off the record. If I'm going to be drunk and talking. And on that note, listen, this is what the drink means about. We try to find our limit. We have honest conversation. And thank you all for listening all right, to so two and yeah. a half hours. Yeah, it's, it's, Hold on, no, no. We got to do some outros. Hold on. Oh, wait, what's the weirdest DM you've ever received? Because we do a little thing oh, like shit. So oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I If we listen this far deep, we ask people to send Fuck us a at, DM at of this a simple point. thing. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever received in a DM? Wow. And not the dick pic, because <laughs> we don't want to see dick pics later, but something that you've actually... That was, a, that was a weird Owen, Owen Wilson wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. I mean, I, nudes are always... Unexpected nudes are always weird, but they're kind of nice at the same time. If they're okay. if they got good lighting, right? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I got hey, DM us good lighting. <laughs> DM us good okay. lighting. Yeah. I was about to say, wait, hold on. We can't tell. We can't tell. You better be DM me with that natural light, son. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that. that. It better be seven thirty on September third, where oh, that shit. golden light comes right in at forty eight degrees. If you're listening this far in, you've dealt with all our glitches. Thank you, and you've also heard us rant for. Okay. Hey, well, hey guys, I just want to say if you've been listening this far in. Uh, check out my podcast. There at, it is. Got, at, yes. At That's the Angle. Um, it's way more of a, I don't know. Dude, this has been so much fun. It's just I a different kind of podcast. I don't know what to say. It's just a different kind of podcast. I wish I could drink with everyone on my podcast. Now. This is great. Holy shit. What can you? What the fuck? Yeah, check it out. I interview like DC creatives, artists, uh, and some entrepreneurs recently. And uh, 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 yeah, that's it. Check that shit out. And on that note, listen, you'll hear Street Meat probably before this podcast on the Bruce Island Show. Mm -hmm. So if you're hearing us twice in a row, thank you very much. And honestly, Bruce, thank you for sliding through, having a couple drinks with us, turning up a bit. This is always fun. 100%, man, 100%. I'm going to do some ASMR right here. All right, listen, honestly, I'm going to cut it off, people. That's just creeping me out. I got the monitor headphones in. Oh, my God. All right, y'all, peace (laughs) out, y'all. Thank you for listening. (laughs) All right, so we so we hope you enjoyed this this episode. It's as you can tell, it was pretty crazy. We we, we went everywhere. We went everywhere with it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And if you really did listen this far, we 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 appreciate you getting this far. Uh, again, be sure to follow Bruce at the Bruce Allen on Instagram, and he also has his podcast called That's the Angle. Be sure to check that out on Instagram at That's the Angle. Um, you can also find this podcast.
What's up, guys? I have a special treat for you today. A few months back, I did a podcast uh, with my friends, uh, Pierre and Josue of the Drink Meat Podcast. <laughs> and let's just say it was so much fun. We get ridiculous. We get, honestly, I get a little drunk. They get, they kind of get me a little drunk. And we just start talking some wild shit. It's, it's a little bit of an interview, but a lot more just a good time with some friends and just talking about stuff that's going on in the world. Uh, they also run Street Meat DC. And so this is like their podcast. The Street Meat DC is super awesome. They are a meetup group for creatives and photographers, and they are just so big, and they're doing collaborations with Google and and uh, local art establishments and just different things and just completely killing the game. And I actually had them on my podcast as well, but this one you're about to listen to is me on theirs having a great time. So I really hope you enjoy. And if you love this podcast, please leave a, a like or a comment. It means the world to either of us. Enjoy. Cheers to this right now. Listen, yeah, actually, you know what? Yes, let's do this. This is how okay. we like to start. Cheers, yeah. fellas. Cheers. This is obviously water. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? I don't know. That's Scott, that Kentucky water. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones killing the fish. <laughs> Dirty ass water. Damn, dude. I don't know that I would trust Kentucky water, dog. Is, is this that anime girl bath water? <laughs> Yo, I had a conversation about somebody recently. You guys saw that? Yeah, so she sold that shit $30 a bottle. But someone was like, Yo, she got in trouble for selling other people's nudes. That's the rumor. What? I don't know. I don't uh, know if she's underage or not. I saw that there was a NASA scientist that did the tests on it, and there was no human DNA Dude, in the I water. I saw that. And first of all, it's not even a bottle. It's like a little tiny yeah, little, little fucking jar. It's like a shot of her bath water. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a weird shot unit of measurement for her bath water for, I, from a person. But I mean, how much DNA really goes in that water? Like, this, what does she have to do to like, get DNA in the water? Like, how do you prove that, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure your, your butthole gets in the water, right? Right. Right? Boy, I mean. I would imagine that there's. If she's doing Ecamm girl shit, you don't think she, like, Bleaches it and cleans it out. Once you bleach your asshole, there's no DNA left. I mean, I would think if she just like finger banged herself a couple times in that water, like it's it's good. Like she, there's DNA. There. Water is not a good lubrication, my guy. Says who? <laughs> I mean, whoa, wait, 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 hold and, on, hold and on. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, welcome yeah, to the Drink Me podcast. God damn it, yeah, we totally flew off the rails there. Thank you for listening in. Uh, we got the Bruce Allen. That is at the Bruce Allen. Men, please uh, say some words to the people. Yeah, what's going on? I appreciate the plug early in the podcast. Hey. That's great. Whatever and you'll you, hear it some if more. If you're driving, just go ahead and uh, you know, just look me up on Instagram. Get in a car crash, It'd be great. But if you pulled over, make sure to follow. Oh, and yeah, also, yeah. Uh, if you're if you are driving right now, make sure you send us a selfie video uh we assume no liability and we're only kidding right 100 <laughs> percent kidding uh so uh, that'd be kind of cool though right kind of i'm not kidding because everyone <laughs> looks at their phone when they're driving it's um i have road i have physical road rage when i get behind the wheel so i walk monday through friday dc i want to square up every time i'm but driving in dc i want to square up with somebody i grew up in florida so for me driving was the only way to get around mm -hmm. so i dealt with some shitty drivers up here I have less patience because I'm, I'm a pedestrian. Oh, you're gonna hit me with your fucking car? Too bad I'm not in college. I'd go to school for free if I survived this shit. Um, but out here, I fucking hate drivers. I hate the potholes. I hate the roads. I hate all of it. I just want to get on a train. Wait until you're in Pennsylvania, dog, or like downtown Pennsylvania, or anywhere up north that has the whole state roads. has a single downtown. You heard that here. <laughs> Damn. Wait, 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 to go, you, wait till you go to downtown Pennsylvania. <laughs> you're one of those drivers just ready for that action. Uh, oh, no, I mean, 
I wouldn't necessarily get into a physical confrontation. Like have, have you like jumped out of your car? No, I haven't. Okay, so you're not one of those. No, I'm not. But I'm one of those in the window. Motherfucker, I give you two fingers. See, 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 I had an extra hand. I'll give you a third. See, I, I fucked up, and I was I, I was in a car with a guy who was one of those, and that shit was scary. Yeah, no, that, that shit was super yeah. scary. Was on the other car? Like fuck like that. this dude was the most aggro guy I've ever seen, and he was a big dude. Like because big. then you gotta fight with him too. Like if there's a second person, you gotta... all of a sudden like damn, you gonna ride or die? You're yeah. in my car. Right? And on top of that, like if it's his wife. You might have to fight her too. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, no, dude, I'm not even. That's lying. not like, never okay. Like, on that, on that one ride, we were just going from like the shoot, like back home, dude. Like he, he got into this weird like confrontation on the road with this person in the car, and you don't know who's driving, right? Right. Yeah. So like he does that move where like he rolls on the window, like he opens his car, and it's just like this old lady, and this like old guy, and we're just like, oh fuck, like oh, like really gonna get mad at them? Like, <laughs> start, you start reevaluating, like Doc, I don't think I should be driving anymore. This is just fucking killing my stress. Dude, I, I just never seen road rage on that level before, and I yeah. was like, oh, I don't think I was like been that pissed. After no. seeing that, I'm like, I'm never fucking. This with is, anyone a, this on is the road. how pissed I get. I do, I do, I do the typical. Ah, qué pasa? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> In case you guys aren't watching, because nobody's watching, I do the hands up thing like the typical you know like like what are you doing <laughs> that's a good one yeah. i like the thumbs up that's mine it's like it's like a nice fuck you it's just like, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Hit, it's it's super up. disappointing though yeah it's like yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's not job. a real good thumbs job, up guy. like good, good job, job man someone's, yeah someone's you're a great me, driver guy yeah you won that one like. <laughs> someone's giving me a thumbs up when i've done some shitty shit and i'll tell you right now a middle finger would have been better <laughs> i would have felt better about myself like fuck you i'm like hey it's like your parents being disappointed you get that thumbs like i'm just disappointed bro like you go home, yeah, you're like, way to go, right, so man. <laughs> Hope that guy's thinking about that thumbs up Fuck a year later. Shit. <laughs> I was just on the 836. For people that are from Florida, you know that is up here. It's essentially the 495. It's oh. 495 sucks ass. All the highways here yeah. suck ass. Well, first, uh, first of all, yeah, no, that's true. First of all, Florida, <laughs> is how is there any road rage in Florida? Florida has like eight lane freeways and there's no one driving. This is very and Everyone's true. on drugs. Like, I, I don't care. Well, 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 the problem is, the drug of choice is cocaine, I'm assuming. So everyone is already amped Which is already an aggro drug, I would imagine. And if you're in traffic going slow and your mind is moving fast, you're already agitated. <laughs> Not speaking from experience or anything. All I'm saying is, coming from Florida, I've seen some things on the highway. Wait, wait, wait. So you grew up in Florida? Yeah, I grew up in Miami. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm a transplant. Oh, man, v don't be Florida. sorry. Okay. Like, the, the fun part of the dick of the United States. Okay. On. All right. Sorry, guys. Picking up from Florida. Yeah, I grew up at the tip of the dick of the United States. So I do have a couple screws loose. If you looked at my early 20s, you'll see saying, some well, fun first things. First of all, under the right circumstances, you could have been a Florida man. Under the right circumstances, uh, if there was more cameras when I was younger, <laughs> I would have been a Florida man. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because if you're if you're a man and you live in Florida, you're bound to do some wild shit. You're bound to become Florida man. Yeah, my my guy, I was in Florida for one summer. <laughs> I was in Orlando because my my Ooh, girlfriend and my best friend were going to Full Sail at that time. Oh, you went to Full Sail? Holy no, 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 Hold no, no, on, no, no, don't get I, I, didn't, I didn't go to Full Sail. I didn't go to Full Sail. They went to Full Sail. I was just there for the summer. And, like, dude, the real estate in Florida first. Is the real estate in Florida first. Got, like, sizzled or something. Like, I don't get it. Like, what's going on here? Well, I mean, but, yeah. no, wait, hold on. But you got to understand, like, when you, like, if you live in Florida. Well, I, I'm talking, like, Florida that I know is, like. Not, like, South Florida, because that's a whole different. So, like, so as a Florida person, South Florida and the rest of Florida are two different states. That's honest true. to God. Okay. Honest it, to God. It gets real country. I heard of New York South. Like, it's real yeah. Trump. Yeah. 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 If you go south of, like, Florida City and you hit, like, the, the Keys. Oh, by the way, I'm a and, Trump supporter, so I'm, I resent that comment. Hey, oh. do you, baby? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck, no. Right. Okay. So, but... Um, you're you're yeah. Hispanic. You automatically can't be a Trump supporter. He's a guy holding up Latinos for by, Trump signs. By, <laughs> by, 
by pigment, I cannot be. <laughs> no. If, if, if you if you look if you look like you was there, there's any chance your relatives hopped the border, you just automatically default. You can't. You just can't support. Yeah, you can't. You can't support. I'm from Puerto Rico originally, so I definitely can't support. Oh, work, man. Half Puerto Rican. Uh, uh, nice man. Puerto in the house. Hey. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you, there was like some some kind of melanin. Yeah, some some kind of melanin background. Yeah, on, man. On you. Half half Hispanic, half white. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah, man. So, but it's, it's a Puerto Rican Hispanic, so it's cool, you know. Yeah. It's, it's acceptable goal for him to have <laughs> so a knife American, on him. American. Or, like, I, I guess. American. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to man, put that one. it doesn't one. matter, bro. Yeah, League of Legends. All right, all right. Play on the thing. Literally the only fucking game. Yeah, I was about to say, because there's no such like, thing as video games on a Mac. Like, like that, like, hurts someone. I had to lead a whole day. I was like, fuck. So after some technical difficulties, we're back online. We oh, will be yeah. posted. Anyway, what were you guys just talking about? My apologies. Episode two of Sway's Technical Difficulties. We're going to turn this into a series. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But they'll Send never money, know. please. But they'll, they'll, they'll never know if you edit it out. Yeah, this is true. No, but we're, we're trying to be honest, right? We're right? No one, no one edits their podcast and cuts things <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, nobody ever edits ever. podcasts because everything, everybody <laughs> just talks and every, it's always a good time and there's never any dull moments in any podcast, right? Well, I mean, you shouldn't edit like the, like things that people say. Like that's like a thing that no, I do. Like I'm like like like, 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 like I've, 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 I've had I've had people hit me Ooh, up after podcast like oh fake. I said that one thing like can you edit out I'm like nah sorry man you I'm said like, it the way you I'm said like, it I'm like nah I'm like I'm like if, if I do it with you then it's gonna become you a fell thing. on that yeah, sword yeah, buddy because like, they're gonna tell like yo go do this podcast I said some slick shit and he didn't put it in like, yeah nah, like, like, unless, it's in there I've only done it once and you fell on that sword I did it once because it was it was it was a homegirl and she said some shit because she was because we're comfortable. And like I was like, and she was like, "Can you please?" I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "All right, I'll take it out." But you're the only one. Don't tell anyone. I'll take it out. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. But like besides please. that, like my my rule is like, I'm never. I'm if you say it, it sticks. Honestly, yeah, you're on it the record. When you're recording you're on the record, so yeah. it's like, that's the whole point of these things, right? It's to be as as frank and as transparent as possible. I mean, you know, we're not. We're not, I mean, I don't want to say I'm not important, but my mom thinks I'm special, right? That's all that matters. But in the end, we're trying to have like conversations to that the rest of the street meet community can gain something from it, which I guess could helps me transition to the fact that why we have Bruce here today yeah. is you took notice that we had a couple podcasts come out. You're like, hey, guys, let's do podcast for podcasts. So for you, for all of those listening, you'll see us again on the podcast with Bruce Allen. What is the name of your podcast, by the way? Uh, it's called That's the Angle. Okay. Yeah, and do I have to have both of you on? Is that how it goes? Not really. I mean, you, you, whoa, 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 whoa! Why does that? Why did that? <laughs> why did you say it like that? Well, be, well because because my mic setup's only two mics. That's like all my interface can handle right now. I mean, now. we can bring a mic. But are I, you going to bring an interface? I, I don't. I don't have the technology for a third mic. That's my problem right now. Is I, I can only do like two people podcast. We can share a mic, my guy. Well, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure no, it no, out. No, no worries. We'll do, like, listen, we got time for that. Uh, but yes. So uh, for those who don't know who Bruce is, Bruce, why don't you introduce yourself in a little more like how you. Incorporate visual arts in the audio, and also, where did you get the name? That's the angle. I kind of want. I kind of think I know where you got it, but I want to hear it from you. Wait, wait. Where did you think I got it? I want to hear that first. Where did you think I got it? No, not from where, but like, and and uh, like, if you have you ever if you ever have a conversation with somebody, and and then like you try to sell them on something. Oh, and that's the angle. Oh, nah, nah. Damn, completely wrong. <laughs> not right. at all, not at all. He watches too much Please. Mad Men. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. I'm gonna no, answer. I love that show. I'm going to ask a question. What was, what was your original question? I completely forgot it. Uh, who, who, no, are you, who are you? Who are you? Introduce yourself to those. We've been hey, talking shit for like 10 minutes yeah, now. Yeah, we've been and people are like, uh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, so what's going on, guys? My name is Bruce Allen, a.k.a. the Bruce Allen, as most people know me on the IG. And um, <clears throat> I'm a photographer living in D.C., full-time photog. Living DC, I make a lot of content myself. You know, YouTube, yep. podcast, 
uh, the whole nine yards. So when I saw you guys street meet, you know, when, when they were doing, uh, you know, started podcasts themselves, I was like, oh shit, like this is sick. Like I really love what they're doing, the whole movement and everything, you know, cause I've been to the street meets and I, and I had a great time myself. And so I was like, I definitely love to get on the show. And so I shot you guys a DM and y'all were like, y'all are for it. So here I am. Yeah, man. Okay. yeah we'll make know, quick moves, man. Yeah, no, dude, it's always sick to see other people making content because I feel like, uh, you have to be doing, you have to be on like multiple faceted and making oh, yeah, content on multiple angles. And so I think podcasts right now is super hot for people. And um, whether it's a fad or not, we'll see. But it's fun, and that's all that matters. It's funny because I did not know it was a fad until I started listening to other podcasts. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's so many fucking podcasts yeah. now, dude. Like somebody, yeah. somebody sent us a DM when we asked, like, "Oh, what did you guys? What do you? What would you guys feel about another pod or about a podcast?" And somebody said, "No more podcasts." I was like, "Wait, <laughs> hold on, no more podcasts." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, hold on, is it? Is this like saturated now? Like, is this like too many podcasts?" I mean, I think I think it's one of those things where like it's it 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 might be getting saturated. Like, literally, there's places dedicated to help you make podcasts. Like, there's like businesses that are called like Podcast Village. That's one of them, in DC. Yeah, and like they have like a space you can go and record and pay them a lot of money to get your podcast produced. But my thing is, is that like. I'd rather see some shit like this where it's like us at your table that's doing what, a podcast because, a couple, no, because, because see, this is what I thought this yeah. is what I thought a podcast was yeah, we we get the people talk. just talking shit hanging out and you know well we're obviously super original so, <laughs> so we, we have alcohol yeah. in, our, in our podcast <laughs> cold nobody, beverages nobody's doing nobody's ever doing that right? nah it's cool shit that's in the name because it like it gives a preface for right, like there's, exactly. th- there, there's some shenanigans going on here Absolutely. which is great as we go on as we, we talk more further, shit <laughs> yes, and that's the whole thing like I want I, like well. I, this isn't this isn't necessarily like hi. Welcome to Blank Morning Show. So Would you Bruce like to Allen, answer these prescripted how, questions how about a week ago? How does it feel to be a native of DC? Or are you native? Or are you you're transplant? Uh, I'm, I I grew up in Virginia, so I always like. I was, hey, 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 finally, <laughs> goddamn it! Yeah, dude. holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Finally, yeah. I'm a VA. I'm a VA person myself. What part? Born and raised Alexandria. Oh, from Woodbridge. Woodbridge. Hey, hey I used to live in Old Town Occoquan. Oh shit! Yeah, right? But, yeah. Right. See, <laughs> he gets it. That's literally these my guys. Going yeah. off right that's now. I'm just like, hey, right, whatever. I, I, I grew up. I, fucking, I grew up in I, that area, man. Dog, I had so much fun living in Old Town Occoquan. I can't believe you actually lived there. You have to, like its own town too. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I lived, I, have you have you been there? Like have you explored? The yeah. Area? No, no, dude. I had a buddy, like a best friend that lived you there. Ever so been I to, uh, yeah. down under there. Oh, of course, down under pub. Dude, I yeah. lived. I lived two buildings down from that. Wow. Yeah. It's really rare to meet anyone who actually oh, lives uh, in actually, now, well, since you've been there, do you know that, that photography uh, gallery place that was there? Which one? Um, well, they, all right. So now they have, like, a chocolate place there. Nasbro. Damn. You know, I, I think when I was growing up around that area, like, I didn't see the photography studio. Whenever oh, I went. How long, how long has it been since you haven't been there? Is that recently it happened? Yeah. Oh, no. It's been, like, it's been, like, a year since I've been to Aquaquan. Okay. 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 But that's sick to see there's a photography studio. Yeah, that's yeah, epic. No, yeah, no. But we we ended up living like up, upstairs on, on on top of like a photography studio, art studio thing. Oh shit! Yeah, it was it was it was dope. That's I, really crazy. Yeah, I yeah, loved it there. Yeah, and then like the Pokemon Go thing happened. And oh was, my god, <laughs> <laughs> bro! It, it was like yeah. it was like the apocalypse yeah. that night. I'm not gonna put myself out there, but I was catching them yeah. all this morning. No, I was, bro. <laughs> I, was, no, I was chilling at home catching Pokemon because there was like. There was like I got three, a Pokemon. Yeah. I got a Pokestop on my balcony right now. Are you kidding me? Aquaquan, no, but Aquaquan was yeah. the spot. It was yeah, like, it was it like was. the Safari Zone, dude. Yo, was, when that shit epic. came out and like all these people started coming up, and it pissed me off because I couldn't like before then I was able to park right in front of my building, no problem mm-hmm. whatsoever, none whatsoever. It was such a quiet town, and then Pokemon Go came out, dog. I could not park. I could I couldn't find parking to come home. 
It was it was so fucking annoying. But at the same time, I was like, yo, I got I got I got all these I got all these stops right in front of my house. Bro, I remember be- <laughs> bro bro I, I remember being at one side of Aquaquan and someone shouting, "There's a blast toys! There's a blast toys down the road!" And literally everyone just fucking sprints it's down like the road. Off a smoke flare at one of these meets. Yeah. And everyone is yeah. rushing. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's bro, exactly it. That's how I feel at the meets. I'm like I'm like oh yes, finally I got like a good location, good spot. And then next thing you know, I'm getting gang banged yeah. by a bunch of like <laughs> by, 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 Where by like everyone. Ten of you come from? I'm like I'm like oh well, there goes that shot. Yeah. You gotta get it in quick. <laughs> it's funny to watch how people come to the meets and we all gather. We say our spiel, mm-hmm. take our picture, and instantly it's like SEAL team, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Go to your sl- little location, yep. boom, 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 boom. The newcomers kind of stay around the center, stick with each other, yeah, take yeah. photos. I mean, that's like, that's like but, I feel like we've got like a real, like a, con- what do you call that? Con- concentric circle? Like a, oh, like a. Like a. I guess a fucking circle yeah. is what I'm saying. Like an area like, that we yeah, fill yeah, yeah. and, and then like the inner, the inner circle like near where we start is where like the, kind of the people kind of start to Quite meet other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the more experienced people kind of meet other people and say, oh, let's go this way. Yeah. Before yeah. everybody like mm-hmm. outside of the circle and then because they know. Sure like, enough, someone catches wind and next thing you know, you're like with 20 other people all of a sudden. No, that's <laughs> yeah. no, how it goes. Like you like. At least from my experience, you get there and you find like the best model, and then you go, "Okay, hey, what's up? Let's go over here." And then as soon as you go over there and you get like one or two shots, start getting that frame. It's like, it's like paparazzi shows up. Yeah, you hear it. Hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And then like some guy right behind you, like trying to direct the cameras, literally inches above your head as you're trying to frame the model. But but you know what? I think I think that's cool though. Like I think I think there's a place for that because I think people who are new, like I know when I started coming up, street meat was very fundamental to me learning and meeting people and like trying to figure out how to do things and how to do shoots and and just seeing how other people operated mm-hmm. i think that was kind of important where you yeah, know because where, where you're, you're kind of timid so you're sitting there you kind of take a backseat like you said and you see someone you know pull that model side and put them on a spot and start posing and doing all this cool shit and you're like oh okay like i kind of see how mm-hmm. like someone more advanced or they like, yeah. seem more advanced kind of rocks rocks a shoot and and you know i know for myself like uh, when I first, it's like maybe like a year or two years ago, when you guys had a street meet down uh, by off the red line, off this metro stop, it wasn't. I think it was a Brooklyn, and it wasn't the Brooklyn metro stop. It was like a stop past it, and it's like a bridge that goes down Rhode to like Island. This, yeah, the Rhode Island, Island Ave metro stop yeah. street meet. That was a super lit street Those meet. Those were rough times for street meet, man. We Wait, were just hanging by our teeth. Not the gallery. No, no. This was when we ended up on the Metropolitan Branch Trail buildings like firefighter style to get down because you're like running from the cops that shit was chaos but it was epic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah man it's yeah. Into, earlier years we got into some more reckless yeah because i mean they were smaller back then yeah. you know it was it was easier to manage people and be able to be like hey feds are coming and shit like that let's and walk like, yeah, yeah let's go let's go let's go well that was crazy because we got off the metro stop and then we started walking down like behind this like like supermarket area behind they had and, the graffiti artists yeah, and, they got and, mad at us for having photos well yeah because those guys don't want you to see their faces mm-hmm, because right. all those guys are like the biggest taggers in DC and so like it's I like, can oh, understand shit. that but bro you're in fucking public what do you expect yeah, like, yeah. now it, granted it I think people art. did show a little bit respect and from the photos I saw a lot of people did their best to just highlight the art and maybe use them as like you know background or yeah. foreground images um but uh, you mentioned earlier you're a full-time photographer. How did you get into photography? I think that's one thing we like to ask people who are yeah, in visual yeah, yeah. arts. How did you get into, like, your craft? Yeah, yeah. So photography was something I always did growing up. Uh, like, in high school, I remember I had this gay-ass friend who was always taking photos, and he got me into photography. And um, 
I got into it myself, and so I was actually like like a film hipster growing <laughs> up. You were one of those guys. Yeah, oh, like man. I was I was using like, but like no one else like photography wasn't a thing. Like Instagram didn't exist. Like right. I'm, I'm only I'm only 28, so it's not that long ago. But like, you know, I was shooting with lomography cameras, like their LCA, the LCA DIY analog um, photography company and they make these really cool sort of like plastic toy cameras but then they also make cameras that are slightly more serious called the lca and it's like a 250 300 camera and i essentially learned photography off of film and at that point in my life i was kind of like fuck digital i don't ever want to shoot digital it sucks and so a lot, you were like one of those purists yeah yeah, yeah. and so and so <laughs> that's not real photography yeah. and yeah. so and so that's how i got into it and, I, and i'm gonna circle back to your question and, and so mm. i i was just shooting film and so i learned a lot did it from high school into college i ended up doing photojournalism in college and i even uh got like so for i did it for a year and then on like my one of three stories i shot i ended up winning like story of the year and getting published in a local paper and it, i don't know if it was luck but i like just found this like crazy story but long story short like i did film for journalism which was stupid but after that i stopped because i was a broke college kid so i didn't do photography for like a so couple wait, years. Uh, no, uh, I'm curious. Like, why? Why is like the journalism thing? Why was that stupid? Like, so I w- so when I went to college, I wanted to study photography mm-hmm. because it was music and photography. That was the only things <clears throat> I was doing in my life. And so when I was pretty much forced into going to college for my family, uh, it was the only two things I knew. And so my school didn't have a photography program. So the next best thing was photojournalism, and and but they had a music program. So I was I was doing music, and then I was uh, doing. The journalism to the school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was doing that. Uh, I ended up dropping off. I, I ended up just stopped doing photography for a little bit. Got into the music space, and then a couple years down the line, uh, I started an e-commerce company where I was uh, hustling sunglasses online, like via like Instagram okay. and like Facebook, okay. like <laughs> a lot of a lot of just like ads and like that new wave of just like being like an e-commerce hustler. But while like I was, get Ray Bans for nineteen ninety nine. No, 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 not even that. I was, I was selling, I was selling sunglasses I bought from China, and I was reselling them online as. Under, oh, so you were flipping sunglasses? I was flipping them, and I was selling them <laughs> under a brand that seemed a lot more expensive for like triple the price, and uh, it, it was working, and it was great, and so. It's the wild, wild west of the internet, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, buyer this, beware. Dude, this, is, this, is a, this is a time we're gonna look back at that and be like, holy shit, you could even do that then. Yeah. But like, so I was doing that, but while I was doing that. Um, I was like, fuck, I got, I got, I, I need, I need content marketing. Like, I was a big fan of Gary Vee and like learning about all this stuff and like how to grow. And so I started doing content marketing, aka I started having to organize photo shoots yeah. uh, to sell these sunglasses via Instagram and Facebook, and so I could run ads. And so while I was doing that, um, it was like I was like going back to my former passion. And right. so what happened was the girls didn't get time. She like fronted like half the money so I could get like this like YouTube starter digital camera. Cause I was gonna make like YouTube videos and like document the journey of like being an ecom hustler <laughs> and like and like growing a business. Being nice Jeff Bezos. Out yeah, here. yeah, hey. yeah. And I had like and I had like it came with like the Rode microphone and oh, like man. Like, nice. like, 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 the, like the shitty like Rebel T5i. And so I was doing that, but then I found myself planning photo shoots and having way more fun with photo shoots. Like mm. I started to get the photographic eye back. Right. And I was like. I was like, "Fuck this business." I was like, "I was like, I'm having." I was like, "Getting this clout, motherfucker." Not not even clout. Like clout wasn't a thing. I was just trying to get content to sell shit, and I was just like, "I was like, I'm having way more fun with photography." Like I can't believe I forgot about this. Like, and so, so how do I make money doing this shit? No, no, no. Yeah. So essentially, at that point, I was like, like into it. I was kind of like, you know what? I really enjoy photography a lot more. 
I feel like this is my calling in life. Like I just had that feeling. I was like, I was like, this is it. Like mm -hmm. I'm good at this. Like I know what I'm doing. And coming from that film background, I was able to be like, oh shit! Like I could look at what I just shot. Like this is nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, this is the easiest thing in the world. I was like, I was like, how are people fucking this up? Humble brag. <laughs> how are people uh, fucking this humble up? Humble brag over yes. here. <laughs> how are people fucking this up? No, I'm just teasing. Is, when you shoot a manual, it's a different game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was shooting. Shit. I was shooting manual from the get go because I didn't like the automatic settings. But it's but terrible. um, but yeah, the settings. But no. So so I'm, let me just finish this real quick. So I was just I did that. And when I decided that I was gonna stop all either commerce shit, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna do photography. I was like, how do I do this? I, I have no idea, like this is way harder. And I picked up like a nine to five job so I could get all the gear and pay for it. Right. And then after like a year and a half, I was able to quit and go full time. And here I am now, a year and a half in. Nice. So you've been doing full time photography for the last year and a half? Almost two years, yeah. Two years now, okay. But you've been into photography, not like you've known about photography for most of your life. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. That yeah, was different for me personally. I didn't know until like I graduated college, and it took me a long time to graduate college. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in Miami. Remember, Florida man stories do exist of me. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I think all this Instagram shit, this shit pisses me off because there's so many people who shouldn't be photographers who are photographers, right? And it like it just saturates it because it 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 just it devalues me and sometimes like. There's some shots that I get that someone else could probably replicate, but I think, you know, there's always like that eye and the quality standard. But kind of tangent here, there there was a golden age of photography, like before social media, where photography was something that was like sacred that only a certain amount of people could right. do. Only certain amount, yeah. You would see a picture and it's like, holy shit, how do they do that? And, and I think and, that's why I knew photography. I never knew photography was an actual and, career. And and then on top yeah. of that, like it, it was like one of those like mystic careers. It's yeah, exactly. like, you know what I mean? It was like, oh my God, he's in a magazine. Like he's a photographer. Yeah. Like, he's a photographer. Yeah, it was like mystifying. Yeah. Like like mm -hmm. I don't even know how yeah. to do it. So yeah. so people were just sitting there like, oh like I could never do that. Like but now now it's like wait, what did you shoot that with? Which there's nothing wrong with asking that I kind of thing because answer, everybody but... wants to know, but, but some people do it for the wrong reasons. You know what I Trust mean? Trust me, I'm a photographer, <laughs> right. and my goal is to have <laughs> one or two models come on hey, and tell you me get all naked? the stories. <laughs> I really hey, want to hear some uh, models. Do come you on like honey? Because I'm gonna put this all over your fucking body. <laughs> it's and, an avocado spread. Just rub, and rub it on just, your chest. Look, so the story is gonna be you're gonna be like a honeybee, right? So I'm gonna put all this honey on you, and uh, and then I just need you to like. Where are these kinda, pasties? <laughs> and just pretend like you have wings and, and stuff and just kind of get on all fours and, you know. But just you're going to have to take all of your clothes. So. Yeah. yeah. But trust me, I'm a photographer. I have this great concept. It's called a milk bath. <laughs> oh, oh I, dude. What is that? Oh I have God. never heard dude. of you bathe in milk. Do you think that blogger we talked about early on probably sold some bath milk as well? <laughs> She's definitely done one of those sheets early uh, in her career. Yeah, yeah. More than, actually, let me not say more than once. I'm going to just give her credit for one. Of course, I, don't know. I never knew about her. I never knew about her. And my boy was like, you know, oh, I've I've seen her. she's like Dude, a cam girl. I'm all like, kinds cam of social girl. Media. I'm like, I've so seen her like, on musically. I've seen her on TikTok. Really? She and on. Uh, How did she get famous? She was on naked. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she I'm knows, I mean, no, she's kind of sexy, but how did no, she get famous? No, she was she was on Facebook, and then she did some some viral video. And then like she, cause she has like that that whole like gamer lolly look or whatever. Well, yeah, she, she's like an e girl. Yeah, that's, e girl. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely that's it. right. Yeah. That's it. And then and then like she came and, and I just thread. found out because she had to post a video saying something like uh, I just found out she's British. I, I had no what? idea. Yeah, she's British. 
I don't even know who the fuck she is still. Wait, wait, All so I know is I found out what E girl meant. I was like, oh, yeah, the yeah. cam girl. Well, kind well, of, but not really. It's, not really. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. interesting because she's an E girl who doesn't have big titties. So it's like, how did she transcend that? Like, she, her OnlyFans must be amazing. <laughs> Bro, are you kidding me? Her, her fans are a bunch of just like 30 year old virgins, just yeah, like fapping to all her Only videos. OnlyFans account, of course. <laughs> Buying $30, no, man, two she ounce makes, bottles she of like water. A, she makes a couple, she makes like good money. Bro, her Patreon's probably so yeah. lit. Yeah, it's like 100 grand. Yeah, is it worth it? Like, I don't know. I'm not going to find out, but... No, wait, it's obviously it not worth it, wait, it wait. to us because we have... Well, I don't know if you have a girlfriend, but I have a girlfriend. Wait, both of you guys have girlfriends? Oh, that's my fiance in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to ask if you guys have ever, like, subscribed to a Patreon. No. Oh, not a Patreon, but no. porn sites for sure. Oh, you've actually <laughs> bought? I've paid oh. a year. I've, I've said, fuck it. I'll wow. pay for browsers. I, I listen. You I'll, have? No, I said I would. Oh, you I, would. I, I would. Oh, but I did. If I had... That was my website right, choice. I've only paid once in my life, and it was for a year. I was in a weird place in my life. Yeah, whatever. Life happens. I don't need to explain it. I'm a fucking grown-ass man. Yeah. I was like 26, maybe. I, I, I was like, fuck I, it. I just, at least I'm good at 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, happy birthday. I've just, just never met anyone who paid for porn. Yeah. I, I was just curious. I, I, like, I was like, like, at that time. I came had, close, though. Not going to lie. I, ha- I, have, I have to. I have to. I have, to. I have followed really, some careers from what, beginning like to a end. Drunk, a drunk night where I'm just bored and I'm like, I got extra $30 and I could just pay for this shit. Ah, fuck <laughs> it. What's a month? <laughs> Guaranteed 20 minutes. I only need three. Yeah, right? I mean, Bro, like, por- do you need a 20 minute video? No, like, you, you don't. The no. plot. Oh my gosh, she's locked out of her house. It's always, it's always, it's always like the first two minutes, skip 15, 10 minutes, maybe 10, 15. And then if you get that far, then it's like, whatever i mean let, let's be honest like i, I think if you pay it's because like, you want to take a certain position right like that's what it is like you, you couldn't get it in the free one's like god damn it that is exactly like, like why i where they tell you like they watch the whole video on excess uh, on such and such.com it's like fuck okay yeah. you said reverse cowgirl this is only missionary yeah. here's my credit card like god damn i didn't get the cum shot what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> they paused Honestly, it though, right before it happened. Would you guys ever be a photographer for a porn shoot? Oh, I would. Think about that. No, but think about that though. Dude, I got a, I got a funny think story about, about that. I got a funny story about that. Okay, well, I mean, I would, shit. but uh, sorry to my girlfriend that's listening right now. But I would. Is she listening, dog? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know even if know. Wait, 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 wait. So you'd be the guy next to the videographer just taking photos? <sighs> that's a little. A little cuck, a little, you know, like, I don't a little know. cuck. Yeah, man, man. She's doing a great job sucking your dick. <laughs> like, right? Oh, yeah. Can you do that a little better? Now, now look, ah. it's like a street meet. Now look left. And then you, might, you might get some slobber on your. <laughs> I, I just think about editing those photos. <laughs> like, you can't you can't be at Starbucks Does editing those photos. Does sex entertain you anymore? You like, know what's funny? It's funny you say that because I always think about, like, hentai, like, animators like yeah. they have to take breaks in between editing where they have to be like all right this is like i gotta take a break to you know <laughs> that's some weird shit like they're sitting there like half a heart on just like oh, what are you trying you don't even want and on top of like the voice actors like how do they how do they do that like how do you do a voice acting of, of a hentai especially english sub or english dubbed or whatever Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Here, hen- read the script. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Hentai, like I've never, I never got into that. Like it, yeah. it, it just, it, it, it was just kind of just, too weird for me. It's just cartoons to me. It, I yeah, mean, yeah, cool. It is, it is. Drawn cities. Yeah, I could, I could never fap the cartoons. Cartoons were just like, ah, oh, it's cool. It was, it was always just like cartoons. I like yeah. three-dimensional things, you know. Yeah, so, you know, I was like, I can't relate that, to that, it. That's the thing, though. Like, like the the neckbeards like that kind of thing, like because it's such uh, a, it's uh, such a fantasy. Do you, do, you, do you guys know why hentai exists? Like, I actually know the history behind I that. Have Ooh, no idea. I want to hear this. I just thought Japanese people were very crazy. Right, so no, there's no, two no, things, no, there's two that. things that you got to go back on this hentai history, and then your porno 
Yeah, yeah. Answer. Okay, yeah, we okay, got okay. Where do we so, start? So, so, so the history of hentai is actually in Japan. Uh, like pornography is censored. Like you ever try to watch like a Japanese porn on like YouTube? It's always yes. or oh, on Pornhub. It's like always censored. Like the crotches. <laughs> like it's always like censored. Hey, where's that <laughs> channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like <laughs> sorry, it's always like censored. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's because for the longest time like, it was like super outlawed to have any sort of mm-hmm. pornography in Japan, right? And so people are human. So that's something that people need to just sort of have whatever. So the runaround was animations, aka, but you could never show dicks or anything like that. So you had to do it via illustration and the closest it could get was was the tentacles the tentacles represented like the dick right and so like a tentacle going on a woman was like their runaround of porn and so through over time it just became like you get the, on 4chan no not too much yeah. i mean only look at like the adult i've been on 4chan section. i know because I, I i know this i know some of this history too. yeah so, yeah. so yeah, but i don't know where i heard this i forget but like it was like the runaround for their sexuality mm-hmm. because they couldn't have actual porn and then right. it just kind of evolved over time and then now it's just like that's why that's why there's, there's like the ogre thing like it's always like ogre whatever well, well wait what are you talking you, about well, i don't know yeah. i don't know what you're i'm gonna about. say is if it's you a, make a rule restricting human behavior people are going to find a way around it the japanese found tentacles and you know what's funny the enough, yeah it's exactly yeah, what it was fair enough. and and before before anything like when the americans came over like the americans were the modest ones the 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 japanese you know during the world war ii the japanese were pretty like open with whatever they were doing all kinds of shit and then then, like like you said after like the americans came over they started censoring all their shit because they oh really it was like it was kind of it was kind of find someone who like actually has lived through growing up watching censored porn because it's worse than softcore porn. Because Skinamax existed when I was like That's 12, based, 13. Yeah, that was like HBO. That was like my childhood yeah. growing up. Like you're like, Come on. David Duchovny <laughs> playing that role on a super Skinamax show. Skinamax is always like awkward humping. Right? It's always like having sex with their bed sheets between them. Right? I mean, at 12 you, you years old, that? you're like, oh man, I guess it has yeah. a hole in it, right? Dude, yeah. you, know, you know what the best shit was? Was Real Sex on HBO. I love that show. Real Sex, take nine. And like they're in the streets in like New Orleans and like oh, someone just flashes man. them. That was like the craziest stuff. <laughs> it's like, this is so edgy. Meanwhile, the internet comes along five years later. So, porno photography. Right? Oh, dude, do okay, okay, let me tell you the story. So, when while I was doing like early, like late in the, e- the sunglasses e-com trying to get content, I saw this meetup on, on, um, on, on Meetup, and it was a, it was it was essentially like is wait, it from here? Like, is it was a DC based? Because I think I know uh, what Meetup you're talking about. If it is DC based, I forget it was called. It was called like I don't even know the something. name, but they, they they would make you like registration fee. So yeah, you shoot the model and board exactly the wall. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But it was never bit the bullet. But man, I watched it. I was like. Okay. Yeah. I'm confused so, here. So 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 no, so so there I'm were, confused. So, so so there's like certain meetups where you can like pay to like go and shoot girls who are like willing. Totally fine, but like fine, but like what? Put they, sunglasses on models. Well, I need content, right? Uh, so, hey, listen, you can get her up to here and glasses well, only. Well, my goal, make a lot my, more. my goal wasn't to get anyone nude, but when I was like reading the description, I was like, oh, I guess it is some implied, and I didn't know. Like I had no idea, right? Right. So I go to this like studio. Um, out in like the warehouses of DC, I freak, I don't remember where it was. And so I get there, and like, it all seems pretty normal. But then, but then the guys like, all right, guys, we're gonna start. So we have these models here. Rip your dicks out. And the girl, <laughs> and, and the girls, and the girls were like super young. They were like 18, 19, like Whoa. like super young girls. And and then like, all right, we're gonna do some stuff. And so Highly I was I was kind of taking like a backseat just to see what was going on. And the next thing you know, like. Uh, 
the models like and this isn't a professional photography like studio like warehouse right mm-hmm. like the the models start getting naked and like while I'm looking around I'm like I noticed that there's like a bunch of like older photographers that look a little creepy right and uh, and so I just I was or like neck beards probably. exactly and so I'm still sitting back at this point and and I noticed like there's like this one photographer who's like just the epitome of like creepy photographer he's sitting there. And there's like Can you open your legs wider, slowly, like, and, he's and like, like cleaning his lens. Slowly. Let, let, let me describe this. It's like it's like that big white like photography backdrop with like the curved walls. Mm-hmm. It's just uh-huh. white. It's, and I never shot studio, so I didn't know what was going on. It was right, it, it was already hard enough. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was just a like a white background. He had a light, and the model's like just standing there naked in heels, and the girl looks like barely eighteen. And, and so I'm sitting there, and this guy's like crouched taking photos, and he's just going like beautiful, <laughs> sexy, great. And I'm looking at this guy like. What the fuck? Is the guy Austin Powers? I'm like, I'm like, no, it was creepy, dude. I was like, I was like, what is going on here? And then, and then I noticed around me, I was like, oh, like this is like a bunch of people just doing erotic shit. I'm like, that's uh-huh. that's like, I want to say it's cool. I was like, this is interesting. So <laughs> yeah. So I ended up just, hey, you know so, what? So yeah, I, yeah. So I ended up just like pulling people, girls to the side, and just like doing my own thing with their clothes on. Yeah. And you know, having a good time. But while I was doing that, I ended up talking to the organizer there. And I was like, yeah, I was going I was like, this is pretty interesting. He's like, yeah. And I was like, so what do you do? He's like, yeah. He's like, I shoot for like Hustler and like and like Playboy and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, where? And I was like, can I see some of your stuff? And he you was see like, that penthouse stuff you got? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was curious. This is yeah. so interesting to me. This is like this it's is a whole so, industry behind. Yeah, this, I know. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So I, I, I there's met, a whole there's websites for this shit yeah. that we've all visited. So I met this guy and I was like, oh yeah, like he's like he started showing me his work and. I was looking at it, I was like, this is so fucking corny. Like, I was like, it, it's it's like the epitome of like. You guys even appreciate the female body? Like, it, it was the epitome of like bad photography where it's just like girl full nude, like, just standing like, there. like harsh lights. And uh, you're just like, oh, like, I, I was just, I'm like looking at it, I'm like, this isn't artistic at all. It's just, it's, it's just, just na- like, it's just naked. It, it's just nude standing in like hard light. I'm just like, you're getting paid to shoot this stuff. I'm like, it just seems so cheesy to me. And like, I was getting like super weird vibes, but like, I don't That's know. I, I, really, I really, I really don't know what, how to end this story. Besides the fact that like, I was like, "Whoa!" Like you the, organized this, yeah, sir? Huh? I was yeah, like, I was like, I was like, "There's a difference between not a like photographer. He's a recruiter." Well, well I was like, I want, and we, could, we should talk about this. Like the difference between like erotic photography and pornography. Right. Like what's right, that line? Right. Because what he was showing me seemed like pornography. Where I'm like, this isn't artistic. Like right, this it's, is it's, it's, this, it's naked for naked sake. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, this is just like photography. Like, I can see her vag lips. I'm like. Nothing about this yeah. seems artistic, and so like I don't know. Like, what do you think is the difference between like pornography and erotic or erotic photography? Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, how about maybe not having them like fully, not ha- just showing just the you know the. the, the how do I approach this be- without a woman's vagina? Yes. How about that? Sure. It's not just focus yeah. on a woman's breast or vagina. Um, yeah. One of my more favorite photographers is uh, Neve Borges. I'm pretty sure I'm fucking up his name. Uh, one of his Instagram accounts is Sir Neve N E A V E. If he has a, an Instagram, then it's it's he's legit, right? right? Yeah. Sure, okay. yeah, of course not. Um, but no, I've actually followed his career from like a long time ago, especially when I was single when I first bought that year membership. Um, <laughs> oh, so <laughs> no, no, hey, bro, yeah, so no, yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless. But like, I I was just getting into photography. I, I lived in Miami. In Miami, you shoot. Women in bikinis, women in lingerie, people on the beach. It's all sex. It's the culture sex. there, yeah. yeah so yeah. the culture is. It's the culture. Um, it's Florida. So I looked like, okay, what's the who's the best doing this kind of shit? Because like you said, a lot of it is really on the edge of just porn and, and eroticism. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about what he did was that he used shadows to his advantage. He shot on film, he shot on digital, and it was always like legitimately maybe a 
bit of the ass crack, but you already knew in the rest of the shadow, you could see her leg. But there's no, like, you can't make out vagina lips. You can't see, like, the labia on mm-hmm. the woman. Like, no, it's legit. Yes, she's naked, I guess but that's, the I guess that's, is, that might be the line. You know what I mean? They're, I don't know if it might be the line, because, I mean, you can shoot porn. I mean, it's called softcore for a reason, right? They're faking sex. So. I, mean, I, I think you're 100% right. I think it's, it all comes down to lighting. It's, right? Softer lighting is more like like, like like lighting in, like, in like innuendos, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to be given it all. You don't want to see just like. Full I mean, if you if you show if you show a Mormon uh, boudoir shot, that's porno for them, right? Yeah, like it's all it's all it's, it's all point. it's all uh, about you know it's all most it's all of it relative. is perception. But I think on the general scale, like you're stating, it, it is it's more implied. Yeah, we can't take yeah. Mormons to into a consideration there. I, <laughs> like I, I think. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you search the browser history, <laughs> you saw. <laughs> I don't know. Why I started thinking of like Mormon aunt. daughter. I started thinking of like fucking. <laughs> Loving Mormon dad. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Isn't that what Mormons do? I don't, I don't know. That is a very wait. Hold up! 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 That's that's totally a thing on Pornhub. Is like I'm pretty sure. It's like always softcore too. Like smash and step, 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 brother. You know what I'm talking about? Softcore, dude. I saw the Vice article. It's implied. Yeah, I get it. It's implied. But but anyways, going back to it, like I, in my opinion, I think the line is lighting and i also think it's like innuendo or hinting or like not giving it all to you mm-hmm. like i've seen I, yeah you're right because i i have read it so i see a lot really what'd you read i don't read fucking with you but what do you think i don't care what <laughs> no, so so i follow a lot of ns nsfw not safe for work uh, there you go all right, got subreddits you. or whatever and i have seen like the some of the ones that i follow are they are like tasteful you know, naked women, mm-hmm. like pictures, and it's like, oh shit, this is this is actually a really good picture. It accentuates her body, and it, you know, that it, it just it just works. It looks like it looks like a piece of work. It looks like you know some real something like that took time, and it's not like I don't want to say degrading, but it's just like it just it it really you can really see what they look like. It's like there's a difference between like degrading erotic photography and then just like that something that makes a girl look better erotic photography right, right? like it's yeah it's like the impliedness or something all right like something like that I, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about because we don't have women bodies so I but mean, don't, you know but, like but, yeah i think but you could see good photography is good photography i mean you see all these accounts coming out of europe and a lot of it is implied nudes and a lot of it is erotic nudes but it's not pornography. Granted, right. we're three but men for sitting at a table is. drinking and talking about erotic for, photography. For some 15-year-old so kid, it, it is. Mo- it, I mean, come on. I grew up 15 years old. I was fucking looking at screenshots of Britney uh, I mean, Spears I had LimeWire when yeah. I was like 14 and 15, so I was already... Bro, I remember. I remember sitting there waiting for like the news to load, like block by block. Buffers, <laughs> and then you like you're yeah, getting excited. You're- it's a fucking guy first. Like, great, <laughs> thanks for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Always put the woman on. <laughs> we used to have fl- a floppy disks and all that shit. To try to VHS porn. Mm, oh, I remember I made it to the end of a VHS porn. Wow. You made it to a whole wow. It took me a summer of being fifteen. Wow, I'm surprised you even got away with that shit. My mom gave me the tape, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Real shit. I now, gotta ask. My mom. My mom. How? My mom was a single mother. I was a, I was like a well. So why would she give you a porn tape? I don't get that. Uh, because she'd rather know that I'm not watching some like some real degenerate shit and be able to give me like here, this is the actual produced content. Okay. And she's like, this isn't real. Like what I'm giving you exists, but 
this isn't real. Like that so ain't she real was, sex. So she was giving you like backdoor sluts nine. No, none like, of that shit. No, but no. she's like, she was like, hey, this isn't this is an adult video. I know you're that age. She gave you the showgirls. Besides, we had dial-up <laughs> internet, and the internet was in her uh, computer mm. was in her room. So I'm not gonna go in my mom's room, download some porn, yeah. and beat it off in my mom's room. That's yeah, just fucking that's really line. awkward. Yeah, yeah, that's awkward. But she gave me a VHS tape and said, hey, your mom's a real one then. Yeah, my mom's a G. She, she gets like you're 15. Like, she, was, she, like, was, she was 15 at some point, right? Yeah. So her body, she lived life at that point. So she's like, here, what you're going to watch on this, this isn't real. Like, for me, porn was never real. It was just a visual stimuli to say, all right, let me just service some whatever urge I'm having at this time in my life. Yeah, when you're 15, it's crazy, man. You're humping pillows and shit. It's like, like it's what the nuts. fuck am I supposed to do with my body? Like, 15-year-olds should not be ready to go have sex like that. At any oh, Man, but they be getting pregnant at 16 and stuff like that stuff. That's it's crazy. But, but anyways, going back to like the whole like eroticism and, and pornography. Yeah, it's yeah. it's <laughs> we go off the rails here. <laughs> yeah, it's good, but like it's I I think it's all about like the impliedness. And for some reason there's like a difference. It's like it's like boobs are like okay, but vagina is like line, right? It's like yeah. it's like for some reason like vagina is like the line. The it, shadow it, has to be below the pelvic area. Right, like no it's like what it's you like shoot. It's, if you show vagina, that's pornography. Like that's like absurd, right? It's, it's, but, right. but 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 titties, that's fine. Like titties are cool, but vagina is like off limits. The same way like they don't show dicks. Like no one shows dicks. But you all get the pelvis area. Everyone sees everyone's pelvis. Like days. you can get like top, like top shaft. You can get like shaft, like like like, 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 like yeah, like, like early the, shaft. Right, yeah, yeah. But if you go past that, it's like mm. nope. Well, like you can see much. butt cheeks. Sure. But at the same time, what else is interesting is that like the whole moderation of photography from Instagram, aka like having to blur nipples or like what's too far. Like in a way, I think they're creating the like the new sort of guidelines for like eroticism and pornography in a weird way. I don't know if they're creating the new guidelines. I think the only reason that that exists is because they want to be able to be downloaded off the iOS and Android stores because there is a 13 and up and there's a decent, like I read an article like the reason why Instagram does censor nipple pictures or they try to censor nipple pictures is because they want to make sure that the app is still available for E for everyone. That's not why I think so. I, I think I think what it's doing That's is, their explanation. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to defend it either. You yeah, know, no, that's I, what I, I've read. I think it's for advertisers. Because like, Isn't every, well, at this point, everything is for advertisers, right? Like, yes. well, it's like the same thing that YouTube got into. It's like you don't want to be associated. Like, if your ad shows up on some video that's talking about like Bella Define gangbanging, that like you don't want your Coca Cola app specific. <laughs> <laughs> I've never Googled that, by the way. She has a Pornhub. She does. No way. And she and she trolled everybody because dude, I follow I follow all. How in tuned are you to this? I am in tune with a lot of stupid ass meme shit because I just that's we I love I'm a good on my meme phone here at Street. I'm on Reddit. Wait, hold, wait hold, hold Can we talk about this meme real quick? Are you guys gonna storm Area 51? Oh, <laughs> I haven't bought I haven't bought my Yo, ticket I, yet. I, I put going. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, I went on Facebook and I put I'm going. I'm gonna go after the Kyles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in wave four. <laughs> Kyle's first. <laughs> I saw like Kyle's rock throwers. Like, <laughs> Bro, they're going to be too annoyed to, to shoot at anybody because everybody's throwing pebbles at them. Dude, have you seen but they the, don't want to hurt them. They don't want to hurt the soldiers. They just want to annoy them enough. Dude, the, so they don't shoot. the memes where it's like me, me after Area 51. Yes, and it's like Halo and, weapons. Yeah, they're the Halo weapons. <laughs> and the funny thing is like, there's like, it's just the, the gangster ass fucking fools like, 
Hey, with the with the needlers. In the <laughs> my favorite one was. I'm so uh, glad people follow that shit. I've been geeking so hard. My, my favorite one. It's only gonna get more popular. I'm telling you. I mean, my favorite one is uh, my, my the, the meme was, "Hey, mom, can you drop me off at Area 51? I want to get some aliens. No fool, we got aliens at home. Meanwhile, you can go ahead and imagine what picture is being shown. So Bro, that, that was my favorite today. That's just like I love the memes that where it's like the guard over here, like, oh my god, dude. That 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 whole that in that whole whoever started that. I hope it's Russians. Congratulations, guys. It killed the internet is. with that one because they know how to play us as, as Americans because we're you know as Americans we're the brightest bulb in the pack, of course. <laughs> of but, course. Okay, let me ask you this question: Did you see the Joe Rogan podcast where he had that guy come on and talk about the Bob guy? Lazar? Bob Lazar. I saw that. Did you listen to that? I just saw the documentary, and it's so weird that this whole Area Fifty One thing came out. Or the, 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 the event thing that yeah. came out because I literally just saw the Bob Lazar thing on, on Netflix. Like I'm not gonna lie, man. What do you think about that? Do you think do you think he's full of shit or do you think the I don't, don't want to say that he's full of shit because I don't know the guy. I've never met the guy. Anything he said didn't surprise me. The only reason why at this point in mean, really? 2019 it doesn't surprise me is because a lot of things that he spoke of prior to the, the internet age. Uh, came about like, things he's talked about before was made public came out to be right. Element one fifteen dog or whatever. It is. Oh yeah, yeah the whatever, element whatever, dude. Yeah, talked about, like, doesn't even exist. Like it didn't exist. So it wasn't. Well, now it, now it exists. Now it exists. So maybe you know he read something like oh before like a, a pre-published. Oh no, paper. man, it's been. Tw- wanna, it's like a twenty-year gap. Fifteen-year gap. I don't want to say that he's full of shit. I also don't want to say like, of course I believe. Well, what do you think about his whole explanation about the technology he was working on? Like, this, You don't like, know shit. Listen, this- you saw some wild shit. Congratulations, <laughs> bro. Listen, that's the most I'm going to give him, that he saw some wild shit. He doesn't know how to explain this. So he made it as simple no. as possible for him to repeat the story accurately. But but if what he's saying is real, and like, I've never... Like, oh, we're fucked, like, man. Like, we're ants. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're fucked, yeah, we really but like, are. holy crap, dude, that no. is nuts. So here's the thing. I the, think that's... Are you guys gravity? Seen- like... Have you guys seen the documentary? Showing gravity? The fuck are you talking about? On Netflix, yeah. have you guys seen the documentary? I haven't seen the documentary. Uh, I just no, saw the interview. I heard, I heard this is 2018. Was... This is a 2018 documentary where it came out where he he described a biometric clock-in system that hadn't existed yet. Now it does. And now it does. Now it's like normal where it's like the whole finger thing. Yeah. and yeah. yeah. But this is he, when he was talking about it, this was back in the 90s. And this is like, but the government always has tech before the people that can buy it. Are they really going to release something like? I mean, I'm sure they will, but they've already had it for such a long time that they're like, all right, well, fuck it, let's give them. Well, yeah, because they need need to be able to prove their advances through commercial. But what I'm saying is, you got to have some kind of insider information for that kind of stuff. Of course, and if if everything is true, then he has he had insider information, right? He had. That's okay. You're right. You're right on that end, guys. Yeah, you want to know what's crazy right now? Is the fact that everyone's new iPhone has facial recognition? Do you do you want to like? I do like, my best. Yeah, that, that, I, I, that's, I feel comfortable with that. When you really look, think about that. Like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. Like the fact that that's like a common thing now. It's like, fucking aliens, like, man. If, 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 we, if we have that, what do you think's being hidden from us? Right, like that is some nuts technology. So, it's just so normal. Nineteen eighty four scenario, right? Or I guess two thousand twenty four at this point, right? I right? love that book. <laughs> Shout out George Orwell, you yeah. crazy fuck. That was a good ass book. State, never mind. I'm not saying what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like it's it's weird that you say that because like it's it's such an easy thing for a thing that you have in your hand. At all times, it just reads your face. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I get to use it now because it recognizes my face. There's no fucking way that your face does not get put out somewhere at all times. And, uh, and so on look, top the of government that, just admitted to using driver's license databases to finding people. So 
what the fuck else you think they're really doing? And on top of that, and on top Data. of that, yeah. all it takes is for the right thing to happen. Where if if you, I I want I don't know what it would be, but the right thing will happen at some point where the when you unlock your phone is gonna be the the most incriminating thing in your life. Your face. Where it's like, oh well, you unlocked your phone at ten o three p.m. You why? were there. I mean, why? all that information is actually stored. Like, there's, sure there's, there's records for all of that. That's why I don't go to any other device but Apple because when they told the federal government, sorry, man, we know they're yeah, terrorists, I, I do respect but we're, that. we're not yeah, going to unlock the phone. That was a good move on that. They're like, oh, God damn it. We want to find out why. But thank you because I'll use like, – before then, the only other encrypted device that you would have would be a BlackBerry. That's why Blackberries are so prominent throughout the government. You were able to encrypt those. I mean, obviously mm, higher than Is that why? Right? That was the thing? I those Blackberries. I love the Blackberry the... nipple. That was the best part of the Blackberry was the no, scroll. The the scroll. scroll. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the best that, part. Now you need a side scroll. Side scroll and oh, like a touch no, that ball yeah, was I, what's I, up, dude. Yeah. I had one of those. Yeah, I, I, that ball I, got I had one too for much. a little bit, but... A ball got dirty too After much. After that, I got the HTC Titan, which is it was supposed to be like the BlackBerry iPhone killer. It was an old... Nope. Old, <laughs> a whole lot of nope on yeah, that one. No, it was, it, Why yeah. right? <laughs> it, was, it was like the old Windows IS, uh, window mm-hmm. OS mobile thing, and it was in such the a end, piece of I mean, shit. In the end, we're all using the same device, right? No, no, I mean, either way. No, yeah, my, my iPhone's way better than his Google phone. What are you talking about? What, man? This is, no, this is it's a the Pixel same thing, 3 I mean, XL, my it. guy. No buttons, right? Maybe minimal buttons. Okay, facial, no facial recognition. They got my fingerprint. Fingerprint recognition, but it's capable of doing facial recognition. It's yeah, just, but I ain't doing that shit. It's the same shit, just split <laughs> different ways, right? I mean, it's the same technology. It we're all, all fucked now. either way. I mean, we, we all, we're all relying on this shit. They, if they really, really, really wanted to, they could find all our passwords. To whatever sure. the fuck they wanted. It's been the same one since I was once, thirteen. Once, once like, uh, Wait, so, so you guys actually? Do you guys think there's like? Do you think aliens are real? Like alternate I life? I 100 percent believe aliens are real. Uh, oh, if you yeah. asked me 100%. like six years ago when I was really deep in some fun times in my life, I would have said yes. Lizard people are real. I'm. I'm I am. I'm not gonna say no because n- not universe- lizard people, but just like other life forms oh, yeah. that are as I, sentient I as would, us. I don't know about as sentient as, as us, but I think that the universe is too vast. I mean, if the universe is not a fucking glitch, matrix, whatever the fuck the thing is. But I think, like, yo, man, the odds are just not in our favor to be the only ones. Facts. I believe that, too. Right? There's the no way. are in our favors. Mm-hmm. Now, are we the smartest ones? Well, shit. I honestly can't say yes to that because I see some stupid shit from human beings every fucking day. We're fucking we're you know? pretty dumb. <laughs> it's taken us how many millennia to get to where we're at now? And, and, and now we're just here talking about other aliens? Dude, 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 <laughs> the last 60 years, 70 years? Do you want to know what's crazy to me, dude? I was, so I have like two roommates where I live, and there's this guy who was in my house for a house party. And I was like, yeah, what do you do for a living? He's like, oh, I, I work with like uh, the government working on space stuff. I'm like, what? He's okay. Like, no, check, this fucking no, guy. No, check this out. Check this all out. Right, all right. He was like, he was like, I was like, what exactly? He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, I've been working on uh, about growing plants on, in space. Like, how, how do we how do we cultivate in space? Okay. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me that the government is is literally working on yeah. how to grow vegetation in, in in space? He's like, yeah, we have been for years. I'm like. Whoa! Like it's, it's so easy to assume I that the government isn't like it's so easy. It's, it's so easy yeah. to assume that like oh, it's only Elon Musk's crazy ass. <laughs> but like no, no. Like, this is like an actual job in the government where like they're literally thinking like okay, like when we go to Mars, how do we sustain life? And right. I'm like, 
this is your normal job and you're talking to me casually. Like you're not, this isn't even top secret stuff. I'm like, that kind of blew my mind. Like, it used to be that's really secret. cool, actually. Yeah. That's like, cool. like, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. kind of a job is like, hey, I want you to figure out how we're going to go tomatoes on Mars. Like, <laughs> not even on Mars. How do you grow tomatoes in less. zero orbit? Yeah. We're going to be, you know, six months in space. We need to grow something. There's to eat. a fucking like car flying around the goddamn planet, isn't there? Like, the, the, yeah, something in Mars orbit. That's crazy. But like you said, like the government does the government hide things from us? I don't want to say they hide things from us. They of course, do. It's, of a, it's a delayed release. It's a delayed reaction. I don't know, man. This like, reusable I, rocket I see, idea. I, I, I see this I'm technology sorry, that we have in our hands right now, <coughs> and everything that we have around us right now. The, I, this is the most ancient technology: beer. Right? Bro, people yeah. been drinking beer and liquor and wine forever. Forever. Ferment some shit. It might smell bad, but it tastes good. As soon as the first human found out, hey, if you drink this, it's going to make you feel funny. It's going to make you feel funny. I feel like the first humans did a lot more drugs than we give them credit for. Bro, they did a lot of mushrooms. Right? Cause it's I know. You, and, and, it's but here's the thing, eat. though. I feel like a lot of it was trial and error. And it was of like, course. You saw oh, that this guy one guy ate that one. This one, guy, this one guy ate that fucking thing off that the cows, the cow shit. It, he, he was feeling all loopy. Oh, why don't you try... You want to try eating that? And uh, oh, yeah. that didn't do anything. Oh, you want to boil it? Oh, let's try that. I think and then, right. and then we always find ways to uh-huh. get ourselves fucked up. The, yeah. There had to be that guy who was like trying shit and just died. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, he ate that mushroom. <laughs> we go look at that one. Yeah, don't eat that one. Teach the kids. Teach the kids. Like, oh, okay, don't eat that shit. Yeah, exactly, dude. Wait, have you guys done shrooms at all? Not yet. Not yes. yet. How about it's you? My, it's, oh my shrooms are great. You know, the season's coming up. It is. Well. I don't really do them that often, uh, but I did them in, at strong doses enough time where I'm like. So I'm not gonna thing. talk to you. Of course, you're from Florida. What, yeah. what do I say? You're from I actually did four. I did four. I did four and a half grams in Universal Studios. Wow, that was four. A four you did four. Four and a half. You, you know, if you were really close to the hero's journey. The hero's journey is five grams. Five and up, and you're gonna fucking yeah. trip. I think four is a lot. Holy it's shit! And Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I mean, me personally, I wanted to do them when I walked in. Like, no, nah, man, let's do a lab. Get the lay of the land. Motherfucker, it's Universal Studios. We've been here all our lives. <laughs> Give me my shit. But I, I waited because you know you want to take a trip with other people. You want to be in that like the communal trip mode. Yeah. Uh, but at that dosage, I should have just dropped it in the morning. I'm not a night person when I trip. I feel like I go too internal. And I'd rather like be in nature and love it. So <laughs> let's talk about aliens. I feel like there are two aliens on Earth. Whoa, what? Uh, yeah. Um, octopus or octopi, whatever the fucking plural is. Okay. I feel like they are they are not of this earth. There's really? no way in fucking hell they're that mm. smart, they're that adaptive, and they can do so much. That is true. Be of this earth. I feel like they've made this earth home. And I don't feel. They've, they've, Ma- if I mean, we want to get weird and we want to get deep, it would get weird. We're not. I don't think we're from this planet. Either. You you watch Prometheus and you like that beginning. Because I like that beginning. <laughs> I did. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. But no, that's not my basis of the whole thing. I, I just, I just, I, I've always thought that it's, it's, it's just super weird that it's just super weird that us as humans were are the humans of this planet. Yeah. You get what I'm I saying? mean, I believe in like because if you look at if you look at but... if you if you look at you know like uh, apes and you know simians and shit. Like they they have all the fucking features just like we do. Like you ever watch? Do you watch anime? Of course. Attack on Titan. Yeah, it's vanilla ass anime. <laughs> so okay, so the only reason I say Go that read is the manga, it, you fucking nerd. No, not even that. That's just like it's just like a mainstream anime. Like if you right. say, if you say you watch now. anime, and yeah. you watch like Attack on Titan in like Soul Eater. You don't watch anime. Right. No, like, but the only reason I say, the only reason I mention that is because like I feel like there's we are. What we are, there's something, there's something else 
other than us. Just like the 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 um what the fuck are they called? The uh, Marians and the um. What do you mean? There's something other than us. Like there's like a different. Like what do you mean? I feel like I feel like there's something that was able to breed and catch. Mm. And so the monkeys on. were bred and caught. And, and then, then and, and then this—that's whatever it was that created humans. And all the all the all the mega people are gonna be listening to this like, no, we're no, we're no, we didn't involve for for monkeys. But dude, if you look at a monkey, you can you, you see the features of, I mean, of a human right there. So something happened. We I feel like we're we are descendant of some some kind of so weird. You believe in evolution, but you also believe in an outside force. Yes. Okay. I like I don't know, it's 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 interesting because like, there's so many similarities between us and primates. Like, I can see how we evolved from them, but I can also I also kind of feel like. But we, there needs, there needs also, to be a jump start. There I also feel to... like I also feel like we're a different species at the same time. Right. No, I know that, but I'm saying like there. I feel like there was some kind of jump start. There was like something that happened that propelled us to being like yeah. the number one. Yeah. Like, I mean, how do you know that like an octopus isn't as woke as we are like the octopus isn't swimming down there like we don't with, know that with just as many thoughts and feelings and everything else we just we just assume that like the octopus is just like ah, oh, stupid fucking octopus right we give the <laughs> dolphins so much or gonna, gonna, so much the, credit these fuckers I mean not to put, say they don't deserve it but, but but those are proven to be like just as smart and have yeah, as yeah, many have communications as yeah so um so yeah that's my first avian on earth my second one is actually psilocybin I feel like that Ooh, in itself. That, that sounds so, interesting. I it's, you, that's a mushroom. That it's, get, that, it's the mushroom. Uh, that, it's the yeah. chemical in, in mushrooms that uh, cause hallucinogens. Hallucinogens? Hallucinations. Yeah, there we go. That's the hallucination. end of the syllable right. I was looking for. Thank you. Catch, bro. Uh, yeah, they cause hallucinations. Uh, but if you look at a mushroom structure, not just like the only ones that create psilocybin, uh, they actually interconnect with each other throughout the earth. So if you, let's say, you look at... Uh, a farm. Now it's this is gonna sound acres. very stupid, and it's gonna sound super basic, but it's like almost like kind of like, and I even hate saying this right now, but it's okay. almost like the premise of Avatar, the movie where the it's tree, like, where everything's. Yeah. So yeah. if you actually look at plant structure, yeah. there are studies that show that plants it, actually communicate nerves. with each they're other. All yeah. Nerves. Yeah. They're all interconnected, but it's uh, mushrooms themselves. They know when to trigger certain nutrients within the thing. They know when to go trigger. Oh, send some mushrooms over here. Get the carcass. Bring those nutrients back to this over here. This section of the forest is fucking up. So there's a master mushroom somewhere. No, no, I think no, that's. <laughs> yeah, you know, master Paul, mushroom head is out there. You know there. who Paul Stamets is, huh? Yeah, of course, man. Come on, man. Like, I, I don't want to say that like I'm like super hippie and all that because I, you know, I have different beliefs and all different shit. But I feel like yeah, when you take psilocybin, it, it knocks something in your brain open. It's like, yeah, no, hey, that's, I've look. always heard I w- that. I 100% agree with you because I've only really done it seriously once and I had a crazy trip. And Wait, th- daytime or nighttime? It was daytime at the beach. Wow, that's Damn. serene. That's tranquility. No, it was, it was, it was actually really weird how I did it. I only had the opportunity to do it because it was like after college, like one summer. I went to my friend's, like, uh, my friend Greg's recipes, Greg, uh, his grandparents' beach house. The stay there because he was from Virginia Beach. Okay. And our buddy Qua, uh, they went longboarding. That's a cool last name, first of all. Yeah, right? Qua. Q-U-A-L? No, K-H-O-A. 
Kuas Evin Miskin. K-H-O-A. Nice. Yeah, but anyways, uh, he went longboarding, like, while we were there, mm. and he went down a hill that was way too big, so he ate shit, and he got all fucked up. Like, not, like, badly, but he had a bunch of scratches, and his palms were torn. En- enough and, enough and, and, but, to but, but be he, a bummer. Yeah. But he had brought, like, a fat cap of shrooms, but he was like, yo, he's like, I don't want to take this one out while I'm injured. He was mm-hmm. like, so smart I bu- choice. So I bought it hey. So I bought it from him, and that was... Good and friend. So that Damn. Was, <laughs> yeah, and, and so that, that was how I did it. But, yeah, no, 100%, dude, like, that... I think that kind of changed my life. Like that was nuts. Like that was I in so to I this day. I've, I've been talking after this podcast. No, no, I, <laughs> no. Trust me, trust me. If I for knew other stuff other than no drinks, one hundred percent. I wish I knew where to get shrooms right now. All the time, all the time. But at the same time, for people listening, like we're not condoning, but we yeah, one hundred percent. What we're gonna say is, if you you're gonna a, experiment. If you're going to make a conscious decision, my only advice would be be around people you trust because you do find yeah. yourself very vulnerable. It's interesting. Very. Because, like, you're, there's no shell. Like, I could have a hard shell around people and whatever, drink, smoke, whatever the fuck. But if you take shrooms and someone says a comment in the slightest manner that you feel is critical of yourself, mm-hmm. you're down the fucking rabbit hole. Dude, I took photos when I was on shrooms. Oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah, I do. So- Are those on Instagram? Actually, no. I, I could dig them up and put them on Instagram, but I took photos when I was. You could shrooms. do like a whole series, like oh, shroom. I I, shroom I know graph. exactly which photos they are because they're really interesting. I remember I thought like there was like this tall beach, this beach grass like behind the house. Yeah. And uh, I was like photographing my buddy Joe, just like run through them, and, it, and they were like some great photos. And I, I remember just thinking like I was like a tiger in the jungle or some shit. It was so <laughs> weird. In but the I, moment, I, I had a yes. blast. I had a blast. Oh, and I was like, I was like, I was like in the grass, all like crouched. It was amazing. <laughs> but I still have all those photos. But like, it so was nuts. Would you take the hero's journey? I kind of want to. Yeah, right. I kind of want to. When you hear about the story, you're like, oh, so that's that's what it's. I listen to way too much right. Joe Rogan so these days. I, I kind of want to. I am out of the loop on this one. What is the hero's journey? So five grams or more essentially like cracks something in your brain open. Yeah. And you legit go on a journey. It's called the hero's okay. journey. I don't know how it's turned out, but yeah, apparently five Gs or more is like the point where it's like, okay, you've taken a sufficient amount where you're going to experience it like 100. percent Yeah. It's one. First off, it's the best giggles you'll ever have in your life. Okay. For me, at least, uh, those, those. What did you experience? Like when you were at Universal, what was that like? Uh, that, that would have been a lot. I don't know. That's heavy. Heavy so, yeah. being so, around so, all those people yeah. and tripping. So, like waiting in line. Like, yeah. uh, actually, so. <laughs> Just standing in one spot. Right, let me get to that. So like, I guess the preface, like, I wouldn't recommend four and a half grams to anybody the first time. Mm. But the first time I did do them, I did three I and a half grams. So I did a whole eight, eighth of shoots. But we got it from someone who made them chemically. And mm-hmm. he gave it to us in a cookie. Oh, wow. So the chemical compound was in the the cream of the cookie, and you ate it. You know, 45 minutes go by. You start giggling. Honestly, the best laughs of your life. Like, I remember do, I did it not to incriminate anybody. I hope my mom's not listening. I did it with a sibling, and I did it with a close friend and his partner at the time. And when my sibling started laughing, I was like, oh, that looks like fun. And next thing you know, I'm on the kitchen too. floor, curled over in fetal position, laughing my ass off. Because your body is just all of a sudden firing dopamine and all that shit. Yeah, Look, it's not. Sure. feel good you're lit up. Yeah, yeah. So that was my first experience. And it was like in the backyard. So I get that thing when you feel like you're in the jungle because things are moving around you. Being outside was great. It's the best. That's why I say yeah. do it during the day. Like, so it, like in nature, it would have been a great yeah, idea. Man. Yeah. Uh, so go fast forward to Universal. We take this trip. Um, side note, we bought a whole ounce of bud to roll up because you know you get that little wow. fixation. So we were there for four days. Also, first of all, doesn't if you're if you feel like you're tripping too hard, doesn't like like a joint or the, uh, a hit or something? You focus like, more. It, like it, 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 no, it takes still, the edge off a little bit. Eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think like I've been doing my research because I I am trying to I'm, I am preparing myself for a trip. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, Where are you uh, going? Huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, there is like so I've 
experience with other uh, recreational items in my life and oral fixation kind of sticks with almost everything that's not like alcohol even with alcohol I used to smoke only when I drank and then that's how I pick up pick that's up a real thing no, that's yeah. a real thing yeah uh, so besides long story no you know doing all that we get to the park uh, so how we dealt with the lines, my sister knew a tip um, in our Universal Studios. I'm pretty I'm sure they caught on. in October, so I want to hear so this. So they won't hear this before you go, but uh, if you go to Universal the Studios. Fuck? This is October. What the f- so, <laughs> yeah, if this podcast does not come out before October, goddamn, yeah, we're fucking yeah, failing. Yeah, okay. Seriously. Uh, okay, I got confused uh, on that one. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you tell the guest services location that you have demophobia, what it's is? essentially the fear of large crowds. So they huh. will give you... A medical fast pass. What? So if there is a lot, how do you prove that though? How how do you how do you pr- you can just say uh, my sister my sister. That's the wrong place to be if you have a fear of large crowds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, fuck. right? Why the fuck why are you they, here? Why would that even why would that even be a pe- okay? Well, anyway, right. that's like being allergic to bees and going to harvest honey from a beehive. <laughs> like, what the fuck? yes, you're absolutely right. If you if you seriously suffer from demophobia, our our apologies for. Using your disability to our advantage, but we though. use it to our advantage. My my sister looked up the, the the symptoms and like, look, you see, I'm already sweating and I'm already doing this and I'm already hyperactive. I mean, and it's already are, hot in fucking Florida. Listen, bro, we, like I said, it's twenty percent twenty IQ points lower, like you said wait, earlier. Wait, 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 wait! But she used that and it worked. It worked. Wow. It worked really. So she she had done this fucking countless times every time she went to a theme park except Disney Disney said fuck that no more medical passes because they caught on early they know they're, they're about to so Universal so I Universal can, Studios can you can try I'm not going to guarantee I this I feel like these days you could probably get away with it more because it's so sensitive because people are so sensitive all, right? all, all the memes oh about anxiety yeah. and uh, depression and all that bullshit you don't care about my mental health <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. yeah okay no but keep going so, 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 so yeah so we got that pass so Tripping balls, riding roller coasters. Wait, so, I was not in line. Wait, wait. So were you tripping balls before you entered the theme park? No, no, no. So like I said earlier, I wish I had taken them at the beginning because I got there like at ten in the morning. I had a whole day tripping oh, balls. Um, but when we did decide to do it, I was like, "Listen, I'm tired of." Like, I honestly told her, "I was like, I'm tired of waiting for you. It's getting too late. It's like two o'clock now. An hour's gonna go by before it hits me." I ate it, and everyone was like. <gasps> So like it kind of forced everyone else's hand to jump with me. It's like the first guy out the plane when you skydive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was the first guy out the plane, and I feel like not eating during the day really sped things up for oh, me. Oh yeah. So because. we get the fast pass. Everyone's like, "No, we're gonna fall back. We're not gonna get on Jurassic Park." And like, my, my best <laughs> my best friend was like, "Nah, man, I'll, I'm gonna ride with you." That's <laughs> a homie right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a and, and honestly, when he said that, I was like, "Thank God," because if I had to be a man and get on this by myself, I would probably be escorted out this fucking park right now. Yeah. So like for me, like the giggles are hitting me. He's like, "Yo, I forgot this ride. What is gonna happen?" I'm like, "Dog, the dinosaurs are gonna come out and we're gonna fall." Ah. Are they real dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Oops, honestly, that'd be great if you started believing they're actually real. Right. Uh, but so the visual shit didn't hit me until I was on Popeyes. Uh, these three young boys. Uh, you mean Popeyes? Popeyes, the, the water raft <laughs> ride. And there's a part where we're tripping. Like Everyone in the group right now, it's five of us, are just, you know, we're there. Yeah. Um, and we stop because it's a lot of rafts going over the final drop that gets you all wet. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And my buddy has his back to things, so he's spazzing out. I'm like, hey, I'll let you know when we go down. But then I look to my left, and these three brothers remind me of, like, one of these old, very not racially sensitive cartoons. And, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucked up. Like, why would they draw people like that? And in my head, I'm like, no, these are just regular kids. But my visual shit was like, no, they look at the cartoon. And I'm trying my ass not to laugh at them because it's not fair. Uh, And I look to my right. The three other people in the party besides my boy are just, like, 
And I'm like, oh my God, we're all fucking. Like, for me, it's like collectively, so we're all out of our shit. Yeah, except the three guys who are looking at five fucking assholes losing their mind about waiting to go down the hill. It's like 12 feet. <laughs> so we go down the hill, we all get wet. Honestly, if I was a, more of my wits, I would have made sure to put my fast pass in the uh, um, dry compartment because the next stop was to Harry Potter World. And <gasps> that is my biggest mistake was not keeping that pass dry oh, so that I can go it, trip it, balls it, it, at the new um, oh block in the alley. Uh, but nonetheless, it was a fun time. Pineapples is still a hilarious thing to me sometimes because there was a trigger in the hotel room that we were staying on. Uh, blue hair on, please say the blue baby. Wait, 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 wait. So you kept it together while you were in university? Just, like, my thing was oh, like... I was shipping balls, like, but I mean, like, I, I wasn't, no, like, like, spazzing out. No, I, I was, like, when I did, I wasn't spazzing out, but I felt like I was just, like one with what i felt like oh, i don't yeah. i don't know if i could have been around people and not like interacted with them or like yeah. done something stupid that would have made me look high like i don't know like I oh we like, looked high as fuck no there, I, at that point like there was no doubt but, i mean it's a, it's, a, it's a whole park so like oh, yeah. they're, they're used to keep they're, seeing all kinds of people like on, on, our, on something or so whatever so we took an uber driver before uber was popping so like the guy that picked us up at the hotel jobs like hey man just call us we'll pick you up and he gave us a business card yeah he wanted that business that was yeah. early uber yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was early so it's like all right cool whatever um we, we call him and that's when i realized how hard i'm tripping that I'm in the front seat, big mistake, because obviously I'm the first one in the hole, so like I'm further than everyone else behind me. And at one point, I just hear my buddy go, oh, don't worry, he had too much to drink. Because I'm sitting in the front seat. Wait, of an, <laughs> uh, of an Uber? Up. <laughs> of like a Uber with quotation marks, because it was like a regular guy just bustling people back wait, to wait, the front. Wait, wait, hold up. What was it like going on going in Harry Potter world on shrooms? All right, that's the thing, though. My he, pass got wet. Yeah, I wasn't able to he, go. He couldn't go. He couldn't go So I was already like on the edge of like feeling bad about shit. And yeah. everyone was like, don't worry about it, man. Honestly, we just want to get to the hotel. Wait, so, so, so did they go Harry Potter world without you? No, no, no. Nobody, uh, could, nobody wanted to wait in lines tripping balls. Yeah, those lines are like an hour. Like, hour like, no one wants to My girlfriend, she used to work at Disney World, and she keeps telling me about like going over there and like... It's uh, a long time fucking waiting. Like, yeah, dude, like you should do two minutes, three minutes of, of excitement. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem worth it. Like at that point, I'd rather just like go broke and just get the fast pass, right? Like, yeah, real shit. Uh, so like, yeah. Okay. I, I, had, I had to know that part. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get. The, unfortunately, we did not get to make the Harry Potter Ra- world. But the ride back to the hotel in a stranger's car because it wasn't the same. 